virtually every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic checkers on the record albums have their own This is a special question. We don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. We want you to smoke the natural herb. Some call it marijuana. Some call it sensimedia. Some call it lamb's bread. And some people call it ganja. Welcome to another edition of the Adam Dunn Show. I'm your host, Adam Dunn. <coughs> and uh, to my left, your right, is... The man of hate. <laughs> <laughs> I have one hater. I've received, on. I received more hate mail than I've ever received. One letter. Ever since I brought this guy on board. One letter. It's great. It's great to see. I'm glad. I don't I'm glad you. Know I'm glad you're you know creating creating this energy. I, I controversy is good. It's all good. Yeah. Uh, speaking of all good, we have an awesome show today. Uh, it's going to be back to back guests calling in because I think I struck a nerve when uh, basically I'll tell you how it all started is I had a. A call had a, a message from a good friend of mine, grower, breeder, uh, Mr. Strawberry Jerry. has been on the show here. You can go back and listen to one if you want to know his full history. But he uh, used to he grew up in Southern Florida and between so New England and Florida, so he had the perfect little had, sounds like the perfect deal right there. Mm-hmm. Um, but in general, he uh, grew up near Lake Okeechobee, and so he had a lot of these memories of these flavors that he was maybe young. We'll explain when he gets on the show. But anyway, he, he contacted me because he had uh, uh, one of our other guests uh, who he basically wanted to sort of introduce him to because he said this guy's holder of a lot of good genetics. Now, so the original story wasn't even like we were trying to get – we weren't even going origin story on this one. We were just literally <laughs> – it was almost like a feel-good, creepy show. Like, okay, let's just talk about creepy. And, but then, boom, right away, that just – like I said, it struck a nerve because – what you can't do that on the Dun- Adam Dunn show. You have to go to the. You have to keep going down the rabbit hole till you get to the fucking other side. That's kind of that is our style. So we, we we're going to have uh, other guests calling in. Super Kawhi is going to call in later, which uh, was it literally like a duh moment. Like duh, why didn't I even fucking why did I get in touch with them in the first place? Because uh, as as we will find out when it comes to Crippy, you know. He, he I- he is as close to the source as you can get. So we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna also have Miami Mango in there. Uh, I love that name, Miami Mango. Uh, or Mango Miami, I should say. Actually, was it the other way? Is it Miami Mango? My, it's Miami Mango. Yes. <laughs> Dyslexia, kicking in hard. Um, but in general, we're gonna have all these people calling in. But you know, it's like a lot of strains out there. When you're y- when you're uh, in your impressionable young years as a stoner, and you're getting these certain terps, and you're and then they disappear, and then there's somebody who has them. It's like fucking. It's like st- striking it rich. Like literally, like you won the lottery at that point because there's a lot of there's so much connected to those things that you don't even realize. You just you know it's just part it, un- of your it unlocks a history of like you're back in the day when you first smoked yeah. it and you first tasted it that first time. So you get to sort of relive that historical moment. That's what I did the whole time at the Emerald Cup, looking around for a. Uh, for that strain yeah, of no, Northern no, Cali. No, exactly. You came running in. Oh, <laughs> this is it. This is the one that I bought. It was. It had those terps that I remembered. And then I brought it home. And it doesn't smell like that anymore. Mm-hmm. My fault. Colorado kills it here. But I think cannabis, it just hits so many fucking 
nerves in that way. It's like, you know, you got smells, you got flavors, you got effects, you got all these things that could be the thing that connects you. Now the smell obviously and the flavors are probably the most long lasting as far as in your mind. Whereas effect can be, <laughs> if it's good, you shouldn't remember in the first <laughs> place, right? You should be like, I don't remember. It was really something. I but think I was stoned. But really? you know, but, uh, but the, but the, and then nowadays that now the, like you see that with throwback strains, you'll have stuff like, cause now people are popping Colombians and, and tie strains and, and a lot of things that nobody even touched for the longest time because they were like, eh, it's too hard to grow. It's not, it's not worth your time. Now it's not as much of it, especially if you're in a legal situation, time is less crucial when it comes to the bigger picture. It's like, if you have, uh, you know, 100,000 square feet of grow space, you could devote 10,000 square feet to like a 14 weeker, you know what I mean? Just because nobody else is. I mean, mm -hmm. that's the problem is most places, they don't do that. They fucking go for the eight weekers and stuff. Well, I'm glad that they are bringing those genetics back and uh, I'm looking forward to learning something today from somebody that I just, I, I, I can't go there. I'm, uh, I'm out of my element when they get on. I'm going to just let you guys talk. Yes, yeah, so as you've been slapped down, <laughs> told, put in your place. Yeah, but I actually explained this. You know, you're not here as a as a grow expert because no. otherwise we'd be clashing, mm -hmm. right? And I can't do that. I can't have two. Now, I, and at the end I'm of the day, my good we're looks. all Everybody knows that we literally are all learning all the time. That's mm -hmm. that's the great thing about, I think, coming on this show in general. People a lot of times like you don't even realize you're, you're listening to the show for one reason. You walk out going like, "Fuck, I learned something." Damn it, <laughs> I wasn't going in to learn anything. Like I listen to podcasts mostly to learn things. Like I'm trying to like and, and comedy, of course, but for the most part. It, like I usually want to listen to something and, and get something out of it, and I think we're. This is going to be one of those shows. I'm enjoying myself here. So let me. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna uh, give a shout out to Mr. Strawberry Jerry. If he's listening, he can just call in too, and save me the energy, save my bill. Strawberry Jerry, call on in right now. Come on. Come on. Come on up. You're up. the next contestant. We need the the Bob Price Barker. Right. We need the prices right. A hole in one. What happened to the whole keyboard thing and all that? With like, you, you should be rocking right now. This is you should, right now. MTI should be like, we should have all sorts of shit going on. But he should be pulling up the uh, video of Seth Rogen who just I'm did the Price is Right phone last operator week. right now. I oh. know. I'm not that busy patching in nine thousand people today. So. Oh man, listen to the bitterness. Did oh. Listen to it. I'm supposed to be the only one that's bitter here. No. Yeah. Somebody call you fat today? <laughs> no. Okay. Good. All right. As long as that didn't happen. Well, you're not fat. All right, hold on. Hold on. Who we, who's calling in first? Come on. It's supposed to be full of people to call in. It is. It is. And, and it's just, it's just mm. our getting our, our lineup going right now. Hold on. And I have to say that, so I, we brought this cryocure home from, uh, from Vegas, mm -hmm. and it literally is the, exa it's st the exact same. I mean, it, it hasn't changed. It hasn't dried anymore. It's still fluffy. Yep. I like this stuff. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what it does here in Colorado. Somebody needs to, to do a deal with these guys. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, it definitely seems to, uh, like you said, it stays in the exact state that it was. And if it did that in 24 hours, then even from the time you left Vegas to now, it, would, it wouldn't even be probably ready on the vine. Like if we had just cut it on that right. day, you'd be still, or 24 hours before that, you would have been waiting already so okay oh. see that like <laughs> <laughs> segway dave segway dave hey 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 how's it going my friend got mr strawberry I'm good. How's on the it line going over there it's going great 
Um, so I did kind of a little basic intro in the beginning saying, hey, you know, you were the one that brought the idea to the table. And uh, since we're so uh, stacked up with ideas of guests, I immediately struck out, yes, let's do it right now. Because <laughs> I have no fucking idea. It's the end of the year. What are we going to do? And you, um, you know, made a suggestion about doing a creepy show. So tell right. us, first of all, since people can go back now and listen to your show from before and get, uh-huh. the, f- get the full lowdown, we don't have to go super deep, but just uh, yeah. tell us a little bit about the work that you have done and strains that you put out. And maybe people will go like, oh, that guy, now we know, I know that. Too, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Right, right. Well, uh, you know, my, uh, my good friend's uh, father started the Strawberry Fields a while back, and that became the Strawberry Cough that we all know. And, uh, you know, we hold that cut right now in a lot of the most rare genetics in the Northeast, and, uh, yeah, the original Diesel BX1, was, uh, some of the, one of the first releases, Kush Puppy, Chili Dog, those are the first three, we just released Hound Dog, Hound Dog just came out, that's the uh, old East Coast Elvis crossed to our original Diesel BX1 male, pretty badass strain, really high-yielding, indoor-outdoor, mold and cold resistant, you know, and, uh, uh, so my history is, um, you know, I'm from New England originally, but I grew up back and forth between New England and South Florida. And my uh, my parents' work kind of brought us back and forth every couple of years. And uh, and so that must have been the place that, I ever that, smoked. That's also the classic. Oh, sorry. Did, oh, no, I was just going to say, that's the classic, like, if you go from the East Coast to anywhere, like Florida, Cali, mm-hmm. any of those places, you just find better weed, right? Because yep. you're like, oh, my God, this like weed is like this. <laughs> like, And then you go you back home. You were smoking this right? here the whole exactly. time? And then oh, you go back yeah. to New England, and you're like, everyone's smoking shitty. Uh, you know, at least in the 80s. Was, this is like in the mid-80s and stuff. It was pretty uh, pretty horrendous. I was lucky enough to live in Narragansett Bay, which was at least we had some imports. But all right, so then uh, which part? Of, so you were in South Florida like for like like the whole year or just kind of half a year on, half on or half off? Uh, or no, this is a good um, like a... Uh, about three and a half year stretch from like okay, cool. ninety one to like ninety four. Nice. Was when I first uh, when I first smoked, first grew was around plants originally, and uh, you know the neighborhood I was in was really cool. It was surrounded by woods and you so, know a canal on this side, a river on this side, a lake in the woods out here, and a bunch of uh, a lot of you know it was a good middle class neighborhood. A lot of people you know you know like porches and screened in porches and gardens and stuff like that, and it just turned into. Uh, Taking our bag of seeds and stuff at some of our older friends and starting them out in the out in the woods and that's how it started in here you know, early on and yeah it's crazy too because we were doing th- that if you think about uh, it everything was you know if, if you crisp think- and red you know it was basically the terminology for everything but there was always the heirlooms and stuff that we heard about you know growing up in that area was like you know like uh like Okeechobee purple and stuff like that which mm-hmm. I've had a few times luckily and almost had seeds in my hand once. The container was labeled 1982 Okeechobee Purple. It was a friend of a friend. His father passed away, and we found the seeds in a sock drawer, and it wasn't really uh, his wish to do what I wanted to do with his his seeds. So, you know, I I made him an offer to try to preserve them. He wasn't really into it, so. Right. You know, and he ended up popping them, and he got one plant out of it, and we ended up seeing seeing a plant out of it. I never smoked it or anything, Saw a picture on a camera phone. <laughs> That's all I get out of that one. But yeah, slipped through my fingers. But anyway, uh, yeah, you know, grew up around stuff like that. Okeechobee Purple was the was the real because that um, I lived probably twenty five minutes from Lake Okeechobee, and you know, about five minutes to the beach. And uh, 
Stewart, Stewart, Florida. Yeah, I can say where it was. It doesn't really matter so long ago, you know. But uh, sure. yeah, Treasure, Treasure Coast, Stewart, Florida. Uh, I lived in the Stewart Jensen Beach area. So shout out to everybody there. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't it, isn't it kind of yeah. crazy when you think about the bigger picture, though, as far as like, you know, knowing that there was, you know, again, like far and few between spots that had like, you know, super fire weed at that point in time. It was like, and, and, but Florida had this sort of unique thing of, you know, it's always been like, I was, cause I was the last place I lived in the States was in Florida too. And it was always weird. Cause it was like, you know, so much drugs there and so much Coke and so much, but, but weed was like right. extra hard work. Like it was harder work to find good right. weed there than <laughs> ever because there was also a lot of other crappy weed there too in between its place. So it was like Definitely. far and few between. And, and I remember in 80, because I left in 87, and so there really was, like, mm-hmm. I don't even think, you know, that's what it was kind of like. I was, I didn't even have a, a chance to get crippy then at the time, I don't think so. I don't think I ever had right. crippy back in the day, ever. Um, it, I couldn't um, find, we, we, I, I grew up in Flushing, New York City, where we literally had to drive up <laughs> to certain street corners and flash your lights. Someone would run out, you'd hand them 20 bucks, half the time it wasn't even grass, sure. let alone good quality right. grass. Oh, so it was only when I went to Syracuse in 88, 89 that I finally, I got to see what real cannabis looked like, changed your whole perspective. You got more upstate near the border, huh? Oh man, we, we, had, some, we had some good <laughs> New York outdoor up there for a very long time. Nice. And uh, then we got our first harvest totally, they, they, they stole our whole patch in 91. It was terrible terrible summer so oh, man. so uh so basically you you but you you weren't obviously growing uh any of you or you this is you're talking about when you're with your parents and stuff still at this time right like yeah I was 16 really like 15 or 16 or something like that or at that point i was uh when i <laughs> i was i was around plants before i even smoked um people i was around wouldn't even uh i wanted to smoke when i was 12 but they wouldn't allow me until i was 13 so, but I was around them, and I was like a legend. What respect? They were, <laughs> what responsible <laughs> people? What responsible people? Like, excellent parenting. Yeah, excellent, excellent parenting. Yeah, really young. Yeah, but um, uh, yeah, it's 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 kind of funny when you and I were talking earlier. Before I forget, it's um, I don't know if I'm going to be right or wrong or not. But you brought up the guy who's going to be on the show later. His name is Kawhi something. Super Super Kawhi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we're we're right or wrong, but uh, when we were. I'll tell this story here. Shown something for the first time called the death, or or Kawhi Electric. Mm-hmm. That we were told that that is possibly possibly what may be the original Crippy, but not sure. Um, and then when you said his name and that he has something to do with the original Crippy, kind of. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean that you know, and that and that's again like uh, because. The Crippy just rolls into the Kush, too, because it's all kind of like we were all, you know, the t- the TK is very similar. And then we also we have yeah, um, calling in his, uh, I, hope, I hope he's going to call in. We have a TK Origins is going to call in, and he's kind of popped up on the radar in the, in, in the recent past where all of a sudden mm-hmm. the whole Kush story kind of even rolled out even further. Where And, and it's, it's interesting because a lot of the pieces of the puzzle fit, and there's not necessarily... 
because I think a lot of times because we were all cryptically working back in the day, it wasn't like everybody was like, oh, I got this weed from that guy, and then that guy got it from that guy, and now I'm going to give it to you, yeah. right? It was like never like that. It was like, I got it from an old lady. Like it was usually something way off base where it's like, really, an old lady? It's like it's always something weird. It was an old lady who lived on the hill or some bullshit story or I got it from this Indian <laughs> yeah. guy or this, you know, and it's right. 90% of the time it was a Vietnam vet that had good weed. <laughs> That's pretty much what it was when I was a kid, at least. It seemed like that almost every time. Or bikers, you know what I mean? Like my friend's dads who were bikers. And they had okay weed. They didn't have good weed. They had okay weed. And then, but, you know, the Vietnam vets always had, like, the fire, crazy shit. Like They knew what it was like well, back in the day? Well, they were exposed to the right, you know, they were exposed to stuff that, that's the thing is I think let's I think a lot of the magic in cannabis is in those equatorial sativa like Thai influenced and and all these create those strains have like a real high quality to them like they don't make you tired at all they're energetic high all that kind of weird hazy background stuff which I think that's kind of where unlocks those you know because because nowadays is like you smoke a ton of weed you just get you might get hungry or tired or whatever but you don't get like most of the time, you don't get that like full on like holy shit, dude. I was. But big. nobody's growing those pure Landry sativas anymore. That well, they are, but it's just you know, and it's, it's there's some dedicated people out there who are doing it right. But the hardest part is, is that financially, it never works. <laughs> if you're time. small, you know, time is, mm-hmm. and also this your audience is is because. You know, as prices drop for all weed, people don't appreciate the time that you put in sometimes. And you're like, dude, that took 14 weeks. That guy did it in eight weeks. You're going to pay me double. That's just the way it is. You know what I mean? Like, come on. It makes yeah. sense, you know? But Yeah, but we live in the time of the $99 Denver ounce right now. $59 ounce. What? It's just, uh, oh, my goodness. It's $59 ounce world now. <laughs> That's where we've gotten to. So, um, okay, so tell us about our our second guest who I think might be even calling in. Oh, it's a Long Island. Yeah. Uh, Osceola Heirlooms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, it's also um, Osceola Heirlooms. Up down there, definitely. That's the name he grew up around is the name Osceola. Is a, um, he was the, uh, a very famous seminal, seminal um, tribe chief. And mm-hmm. um, he grew up learning about him in school and Cub Scouts and stuff like that, you know. And um, when I heard the name Osceola Heirlooms the first time, I mean, it kind of, you know, it just, I don't know. It was kind of weird. It's like my heart started racing. It was like I've been hunting for that. That's the one strain I've been hunting for. I mean, you're not talking online or anything like that. We're talking like word of mouth through friends. And sure. And, and you're talking about you're, you're talking about that Okeechobee purple. Or you're talking about yeah yeah yeah. Pretty yeah I've been trying to get that one forever. Just been trying to find it, and that's the one. You know, I've always been trying to find, and he has it. And, uh, you know. So there you go. So now we're yeah, going to make... Yeah, he's got that. See, he's got a bunch of... In there. Like, you know, the Miami Mango and stuff like that. That was... God, I mean, we were getting that forever, for so long. I mean, um, there's so much of it around. I started as a, as a kind of a corny... It's not that funny, but as a corny joke, I was calling it the state flower for a while. <laughs> that 305 Miami Mango, it's it's really, really good. I think it's probably a Casey Brains cut or something like that originally. I'm not too sure. I don't know. That would be funny, but, um, and if it, if it, it is, is that, it's probably the KC thirty three or something like that, because that's that was like his number one thing. Yeah, and everything else seemed to be. Yeah. I, mean, I didn't yeah. see much else coming out from that guy, but it's such a good strain. I think it is the same thing, but it's really it's been around. It's a cut that's been around for a long time. You got it from so many different situations. You know, it wasn't always the same mango. It was always different. It seemed like it was greenhouse or outdoor, or indoor all the time. It was around forever. And you know, I think you guys too, and, and sour and all that and. Just, uh, I always wanted to say, because a lot of people, 
don't give the other side of the OG story too. Is that you don't ever hear from anybody that grew up around OG when it started coming around, like I did. You, it, it. I, I like, I, I love OG. Right, I have like a love hate sort of relationship with it. I like it. I, I don't like breeding with it. Not mm-hmm. a big fan of growing it. I like smoking it. Not a big fan of the buzz. I like the the flavor, the taste. Well, you know, that. Yeah, it's one of those things that the, the, the things that you cross with it that are the least like it are the sometimes the ones that are like, ooh, yeah, look at this. <laughs> because it's, yeah. if it's too, if it's too I, exactly I, like it, I, I feel like I'm not trying to recreate the wheel. What's going on? It's not letting me answer the calls. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, jeez. Oh, God. Dab time. Um, Somebody hand that puff co over. Do we want to restart the Skype real quick and... Can I call everyone back? Um, sure. So you, we're going to maybe just jump off, Jerry, and turn in a, and restart it up again. And then, because uh, for some reason we're not letting us merge the calls, which is terrible because we have a lot of calls to merge today. So we got to make sure that yeah. works. It's a plethora of calls today. Plethora. Um, but if by chance we can't uh, merge them, then I'm going to take him on just to keep the ball rolling. So don't feel bad, okay? <laughs> Yeah, don't feel bad. There's a lot of that going around today. You don't want that. You just smile and pass that puffco over. Okay, so I'm going to do that right now. <laughs> We're going to start restart the Skype. So um, ho- hopefully we can uh, merge you back, and if not, uh, we'll have a call back in a little bit later. So if that's cool. Yeah, sure. We'll make it work. Exactly. All right. Hey, Amen. And again, you, you guys, anybody listening to the show can go back, check out the show. When did we do our show together? It was a while ago. I think Tony asked for Mark to put the date up. I think he was looking do for Do you remember, that. Jerry? Was it, was it etched in your mind as far as the time when <laughs> it you was came? a while ago? It's like four, it was like four years ago, man. Fuck. It's a long time ago. Four years ago? Jesus Holy Christ. Cool. I was thinking like a I year know, ago. Yeah. <laughs> You're like four years ago. I'm like, well, don't listen to me. <laughs> well, did I Adam have a beard yeah. or no beard then? No. Yeah, I, didn't, I couldn't even grow a beard then, dude. Who's he pubescent? <laughs> All right, talk to you soon, Jerry. All right, thanks. All right, later. You know, something you guys brought up that that you brought up while you were talking to him that I think is important to go over is that it was done in secret back in the day. No one ever said, oh, I did get this from Adam down the road. I mean, it was done in so secret. So so the names of strains didn't necessarily follow along the genetics. And it was up to some serious breeders out there who could really had a good nose to be able to identify those seeds after they popped. And I think that's where some of the... The mix-ups have come. Like, everybody thinks they have Blue Dream, but nobody has Blue Dream. This is Miami Mango we're calling by the time. Oh, Miami Mango. Is he in Long Island? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No. No, I, that, that's, a, that's that old area code for Long oh, Island. maybe, maybe. No, no, I think it's the other way around. Hey, hey, hey. Hello. Is this Mr. Hello? How you doing, man? This is Adam from the Adam Dunn Show. How you doing? Hey, what's going on, guys? We were trying to we were trying to merge your call, but for some reason it wasn't going. So we we restarted it, and hopefully we can merge the next ones. But we'll we'll just. You want me to call the next person I called, or do you want me to call Strawberry Jerry back? Um, I mean, you could try to call Strawberry Jerry back. And then and we know if it, it works. We know if it works. So we got uh, Miami Mango on the line, right? Yes, sir. Great. Uh, did you did you were you listening to the show a minute ago when he was saying that that was he wanted that to be the state. Flower. State flower. <laughs> Excuse me? I we, couldn't hear you. Oh, okay. <laughs> then no. <laughs> no, uh, Strawberry Jerry, who was just on the line, he was saying that, that back in the day. There he is. Okay, so we got you got hey. merged. We got you guys merged now. Um, so we got Miami Mango and awesome. Strawberry Jerry on the line. What is very flavorful, cool. very flavorful crew we have. Miami <laughs> Mango. Right, yeah. Getting hungry already. Strawberry Jerry. Now I need, now I need Fruity Fino. 
it's a very fruity show <laughs> right now. <laughs> We're getting hella, hella fruity right now. So um, I was just telling. Ask me if that sounds better. Does it sound better now? Oh, oh there you go. Yeah, good. we're good. Okay, cool. Um, so I was just telling, I was, or I was asking Miami Mango if he was listening to the show, and hearing how you were basically saying that you were that was your, you know, that was your jam at the moment, <laughs> and uh, that you wanted it to be the state uh, flower, which I think it should be. How does one go through the process of getting a flower named to be a state flower? I mean, could you actually get it? Um, while we take care of technical difficulties. <laughs> I can hear K- KTI really good. Hey, KTI. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, I, can. M- I, can't, I can't hear them very – I can't hear them good at all. Though. Okay, so you can't hear us, but you can hear – He's fixing the oh, story. Oh, he's fixing ah, it. Okay, good. That should be better now. How are we doing now? How about now? Hey, perfect. Wow. Awesome. Technology. <laughs> all right. So we're all yeah. here. So <laughs> now we got we got two on the line. We got the two. So, well, there you go. Introduce you guys together. How about that? Have a little – do you think that the yeah, mi- definitely I've never met yeah you guys haven't talked before right talk amongst yourselves talk amongst yourselves exactly right, right. <laughs> <laughs> well maybe I can uh, let him go because I, I was almost I mean I, I was just going to say real quick you know the OG whenever we got it back in the day when we first started getting in it was around all the time and from the, from the beginning just so everybody knows it always had seeds in it and it was always chock full of seeds every time no matter where we got it in Florida seeds tons of seeds every time and that's why I never saved any of them. I loved, I never liked the buzz from it. Personally, um, uh, I mean, I like the flavor of it. I mean, it doesn't really matter what I think. I mean, but, um, you know, for me personally, I grew up around it and we got it all the time for like a decade straight and it had seeds from 95 to 2005 when I left. I never kept any of them. I kind of wish I did now. I mean... It's I wish you did kind now. Of a love-hate relationship. Yeah, I know. I mean, I have. Um, it's kind of funny because I, g- I started a seedling, and I gave it to a few friends, and they put it in their window, and they kept it as a house plant, <laughs> and it flowered when the season changed, and, and it had little OG buds on it. But that was, that was <laughs> I think it's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So, uh, Miami, tell us a little bit. Uh, I mean, because basically the the idea of the show originally was, you know, a little. It's, Jerry was telling me, like you know, that uh, he had he had this guy down in Florida with with cuts that you know that were kind of true heirloom cuts. Um, but on top of that, you know, that he might have something to add to the to the Crippy story. And I was like, okay, well, let's do it because it's Christmas and it made a lot of sense. <laughs> let's do it, fucking, let's do it because we needed, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, I think it, 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 but I noticed that it really struck a nerve. So we've got, you know, Super Kawhi is going to call in. And give us a proper history lesson, I believe, on the on the true origins of it. But as far as your sort of uh, exposure back in the day, and what we, were you growing back in the '90s, uh, or were you? What was your What was your background? Well, believe it or not, I was uh, I was anti pot in my early young years, and really anti pot. And there was a my best friend at the time. I remember back in ninth grade. He used to go to this guy's house because he was a pot. He was a pot smoker. He was a stoner. I was just a kid working hard, and he used to go and spend a hundred dollars on this fluorescent pressed, perfect nuggets. And, and Smith, I mean, smoke good if that's what you were into back then. I was anti-pot, and I used to always laugh at him and, and say, "Dude, why are you spending your money on this stuff? Why don't you just roll a twenty-dollar bill, hit yourself, hit yourself over the head, and uh, and and that works." I was really anti-pot, but <clears throat> the earliest that I know of. Of, of a crypto. Like I said, uh, I think Crippy K became a household name 
in Florida once the hydro started being grown by the Cubans and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Everything that everything that was seedless mm-hmm. was indoor grown became crippy, crippy. You get you get the little Cuban people saying, "Hey, you got that crippy? You got the crippy?" So everything became crippy. So mm-hmm. I'm not saying that anybody's right or wrong because to them that was crippy and whatever click you were in that was creepy to you and in by all means it was to you because that's what you knew about creepy yeah so anyway the the crypto that we remember as surfers as surfers i mean now our local area was roughly like deerfield beach which is about you know 20 30 minutes north of fort lauderdale mm-hmm. when you surf you surf up and down this coast chasing the swells wherever the swell was hitting and uh there was these guys from from brevard county that used to sell and what i remember is it used to be 500 gram blocks wrapped in seattle newspaper and they would came back then they came back on the food savers back in the day when you bought food saver bags and one side was white the other side was clear and they were pressed in 500 gram blocks and this guy taco joe was the one that first had it and he sold it as crypto that's that's the original stuff that that we know as crypto I mean, creepy, like I said, came out later. Um, I happened to find, I think it was 1991, 1992, where I met a guy in Miami that gave me an ounce of weed, and it happened to be the crypto, too, mm-hmm. after we stopped getting it in Deerfield area, in Palm Beach area, and then I started getting blocks from that guy, and I would get anywhere between four to 10, 500-gram blocks, whatever was available, and I would sell that weed to all the drug dealers that were anywhere in this in Miami you know Dade County Broward County or Palm Beach area that was like their smokers weed so that's where I got to meet did you ever find out where it was coming from was it Central America no I was in Central America like I said it came from Seattle I mean I mean at least that's the way it was perceived because like I said Uh, the the 500 gram blocks came and wrapped in Seattle newspaper 500 gram blocks I'm sorry I missed that yeah, the 500 gram blocks wrapped in Seattle newspaper. Later on, I think some Florida guys. That's funny. We're got like, the, they have to wrap it in Seattle. Why does it have to be out? Seattle? <laughs> was probably not oh, getting sent from Seattle. I'm sure it was getting <laughs> sent from somewhere right. else. It guys, was like, just give me, give me a bunch of Seattle newspapers right. so I can wrap this shit up. That's, and throw them off. That's just where whatever they did. I'm just saying what yeah. the facts that I opened up. You know, I was the one that cut the. the cut the food saver bags mm-hmm. and we used to unwrap the 500 rectangular blocks and they 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 there were seattle newspapers later on they gave the cut to some florida boys up in i believe brevard county and those guys grew the same stuff and it was a little bit yellow. less packed yo yo it was a li- little bit can you hear me somebody yeah. just joined yeah we yeah, just we got uh we got, we got uh our second guest our third guest no there's five of us on now right well yeah we're talking about guests <laughs> <laughs> who, who we got on the line uh, this is Osceola. Osceola. Welcome. Hey. Awesome. Hola. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for joining us. <laughs> this is like an uh, 80s party line. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, man, I've been watching you guys freaking roll in here, man. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> but uh, you can continue, Miami Mango. Like, I love this story. It's riveting, it's riveting already for me. I love it. <laughs> I got you. So then, uh, then the guys from... Florida started growing it, and I guess I didn't know this. I didn't know who it was, what it was. I just knew it was the guys from like a Brevard County, which is roughly about two hours north of, of where where I was at. We were in Palm Beach, they were in Brevard County, 
he goes, you know, uh, Palm Beach, uh, Martin County, and then Brevard County. And we all surfed, and those guys started growing it, and then they packed it, same thing, 500-gram blocks, but it was in this paper that's kind of like what you rip fish, uh, that you wrap fish in, which is one side's kind of coated, yeah. and the other side's flat, and then they would wrap it in 500-gram blocks, and still they would put it still in the, in the food saver bags, and it was a little bit less compact than the Seattle. So sometimes I would get the Seattle wrap newspaper stuff, and then sometimes I would get the, the Florida growth stuff. Later over the years, maybe, you know, there's always something that happens in, in clicks or, or in growing clicks where some guy gets raider or mm-hmm. fades away or whatever happens. Then they started coming in what we used to call donkey dicks because it was like a four-inch PVC pipe, and then they would uh, – they would pack it in that PVC pipe, wrap it in whatever local newspaper, and then or the the white paper, and then they would seal it in the food saver bags. Through the years, the stuff was started getting worse and worse, and it wouldn't burn. So I used to call it like fire retardant weed because it wouldn't burn. <laughs> so I mean, it, I mean, we, I, I got that weed for about four to five years, and uh, it, it was it was some awesome weed. It was, to me, it was like like a coffee, gassy smelling. <laughs> Strain, you know, uh, that the, I, I, I wish I could go and and, uh, and see these other guys from Hawaii or the other guys that have it. I think in Michigan now, and I just want to be able to smell an ounce to be if it's the same crypto that we remember from back then, you know. So everybody's got their own story. That's pretty much mine. No, it's awesome, and and it's funny too because how it went from crypto to crippy. Because I know what year were we talking about in vaguely roughly uh, that I personally got it and got it in bricks and i started to uh, hustle it it was like 91 or 92 to yeah. 95 96 but i know my friends were getting it from 1985 because uh, yeah, i remember hearing about through. crypto and crypto but i never actually even like and i was there in 87 just for like maybe eight months or something like that you know i lived down in fort lauderdale and i was like there but, we go and i would get weed from other, was, yeah i would get weed from because I was working on boats, so it was like everybody knew somebody who had weed from a load because we were all working on sailboats and all the different people. Oh, this so-and-so's got it. So we had a lot of imported weed, which is so – I wasn't really, you know, worrying about the local thing that was there. But I did get I – mean, I remember hearing about it, and I was getting all – you know, I was really interested, but I'd left before I even got a chance to try anything. So. We used to use crypto and BC Hydro sort of interchangeably. Because they looked alike until you smoked them, and then you could totally tell the difference. You knew where it was. If it you didn't get you stoned, that was sorry if I'm insulting any BC people up there. But that's not not hard. There's no insulting <laughs> BC, bud, or was, any <laughs> any any fucking Mister <coughs> Weed, because we all we all know that story. Yeah. <laughs> well, the '90s. That's what it's like. You couldn't tell. I mean, we. Yeah, I, I felt like there were some scenes right out of uh, Up and Smoke where you'd sit and smoke the whole ounce, and you're not stoned. And then you wonder what the hell's going on. Maybe those were the first CBD strains, and they didn't realize what they were. That's funny. That's funny because we've said that before. Because uh, you know the surfer guys that we hung out with, uh, the guys that we looked up to, like when we were surfing, we were like 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, whatever. And then the guys that were in the early 20s with the, with the Corvettes and the hot strippers, they started growing weed, and they were pumping some weed. And sometimes we call this herb the fantasy weed and we laugh about it now because we say man that would have been a killer cbd strain because it freaking it it it, it produced like like hell but it yeah. just didn't get you high so, yeah, so the, now the joke pre- is a shit that was cbd pretendica Pretend- yes yeah. Uh, yes yeah the pretendica, pretendica. We used to call that was back that was the other one but in general yeah. i think there was a lot of cbd strains that went through our hands that we didn't realize or you know uh 
there are sometimes things that actually were really low on THC, but they had some CBD in them, and they worked like a motherfucker, so people all loved it, you know? And then when you actually tested it, you're like, this shit's like 13% THC. Ooh, but look, it's got 6% CBD or something like that. You know, there was a lot of those strains, I think, that especially like Jamaican and places that actually used it medicinally, like guys smoked it every fucking day, and, you know, it wasn't because they wanted just to, you know, uh, they were like, trying to be cool it was like no they fucking smoke it because they need to smoke it because they work and they you know work hard and, <laughs> and and that's their thing uh so i think yeah we probably had a bunch of a bunch of cbd but you know wasn't we wasn't hitting our fucking well, bells and whistles you know right. dave we have the uh we have your kind bud coming out soon we're going to release the m39 I'll take it. <laughs> I will take it. It's going to be open, though. It's, it's going to be M39 open. So we have a casino. <coughs> we'll, we'll gladly it's smoke some on the show. That is the number one beast restraint on our product. We've got an NL5 Fino male and, and a uh, Skunk 1 Fino female. So. It was the first, soon, the first weed I really smoked in mm-hmm. Boulder was a whole bunch of Northern Lights 5. That was all that was around when I first got here. In 2000. Right. Well, NL5 was a game changer for a lot of people. I mean, that was one of those. And that's also, again, it's like the most renamed strain, too, where you, like I've had it many, many times where I've driven, you know, hours going out of my way because I'm going to this and I get to the place and I talk to the guy and I'm only looking for the genetics, not so much for buying weed or anything, just looking for the genetics himself. And then at the end of the, after everything, it comes out that it's a fucking NL5 haze or something. Like, really? I work at Sensi right. you're, you're, you that, made me come. Yeah. I just flew from Amsterdam. And I'm work at the shop that you got the seeds from. It didn't. I was like, that was not the point I was trying to come all the way out here for. It was like, yeah, but look at it, it's a really good one. I'm like, yeah, it's great. Thanks. You're the original strain hunter. Look kind at of, you. Kind of. Yeah. Kind of. But I, I literally did We've that. Got that old Ortega. It's still sweet too, man. Now see, the Ortega is oh, yeah. definitely one of the line. Like that's like a, a beginning plant for many lines. You know, what I mean that's. That's the yeah that, that building block there absolutely hundred percent like that would be one that you you would be guaranteed a great starting point you know what I mean like um, oh yeah she's solid as the day is long for sure solid <laughs> when I first got up here in Boulder <laughs> too they were growing up in Netherlands a whole bunch of OG Kush strains I mean several different varietals and I don't see that really uh. Well, they had they had a lot of Larry and a lot of other. Yeah, they had, yeah. I want to say it was like the year or two before we had legalization here, and then once we had legalization, all those strains got shared, and then no one really knew what was what again. And then you have to go back to some of the catalogs that you had back in the day. Sounds 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 like a, the classic, uh, <laughs> the, the classic stoner thing, right? Everything gets mislabeled. And you're like, ah. Well, everyone used to take such care in each individual strain back when it was a secret. And now they, it's like you said, you you find a seed, you label it, and you throw it in a drawer, and you you sort of forget about it. I like like where we are right now, but I want somebody to devote, like you said, 10,000 feet of a 100,000-foot garden to some of those throwback strains. Right. No doubt, yeah. So it's hard to keep up. It's hard to keep up nowadays. There's just so fucking many of them. There's, everything's so watered down. What about this Okeechobee? Uh, what yeah. about this Okeechobee purple that uh, Jerry is all excited about? Can you tell us a little bit about that strain? Man, I tell you, it's uh, you know it's another one of those that you know the the locals will probably tend to argue about more than agree. <laughs> um, we were we were always told that it's an Afghani uh, tie cross, uh, be it chocolate or purple. Um, 
who knows um it's just a beautiful gorgeous gorgeous heirloom it's been here for i don't know i don't know i don't know how long it's been here um i've had it since the 90s but i mean they wrote songs about it even before i was born if i'm not mistaken mm. um it's just a, a classic classic swamp strain <laughs> country song about it right? Do you yes, call it a swamp sure. strain? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah just, it, it comes from the swamp. Okeechobee down here, it's all swamp country. It's uh, it must be nuggets, it, man. It must be hard to find strains that can really work in that condition because it's so humid and there's so much. Play. Man, I tell you what, that's. Uh, I think a lot of people don't realize that. That's the biggest issue here. Um, you know, taking anything full term, I don't care what it is, is a nightmare. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, our biggest issues here are summertime and humidity it's like they never end you know what i mean for year round it's it's hot and it's humid um, yeah. you know bugs don't die you know, you know you deal with mildew year round um you know the only thing i've been able to do with that uh years ago i got a uh a white widow mazar cross that's just resistant as all hell to powdery mildew um and i've crossed that fucker with everything here <laughs> as far as you know outdoor stuff uh you know it's made a big difference uh we just have hell out running anything outdoor, really, man. It's it's a it is a challenge to say the least. I mean, how could you even we grow never, out there? It rains all the never, time. I never, I never well, tried going outdoor out here. Oh man, it's a nightmare. Even in you know, even I do a lot of hoop houses and greenhouse stuff like that. It's I mean, no matter what, it's difficult. Um, you know, a lot of the you know a lot of our heirloom strains that I that I have available in seed form. You know, I've just about. Uh, you know, crossed all of them into that, you know, that Afghani widow that, that is so uh, tolerant, you know, and then, uh, you know, just to get some stuff that, that will hold up here. It's, you know, none of them, not even just the modern stuff, you know, even the old heirlooms. I've got a lot of stuff now from uh, uh, Indian heirloom and then the uh, the Indian exchange. They send me a lot of heirlooms from Matara Khand and uh, I'm sure I'm saying it wrong, Nashik and all this stuff. I've been running in the past couple of years, you know, they're a lot more open, you know, 18, 20 week flowering. Uh, and even a lot of those, man, they just, the humidity just fucking kills everything. It's ridiculous. Well, it's also storage must be a nightmare too, right? Like you got something oh, that's super really, fire. Yeah. And then all of a sudden a month later, you're like, oh, it was really good. I'm telling you, I swear, yeah. I swear it's well, I mean, <laughs> like you know, pineapples. And, 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 I, and I think, you know, uh, you know, ultimately here, you know, Florida's always been known, I think, obviously for its indoor hydro, you know, you know, even back in the early nineties on, that's what it's been known for. Um, but it's, uh, it's hard to be dirt around, man, and secret around in Florida, you know? Shit. No doubt about that, man. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's like I think uh, a lot of places like that people think are awesome are are way too. They're awesome to go to a holiday, but they're not awesome to grow weed. You know what I mean? Like there's a like hey, absolutely. There's something about you know these little microclimates that you find, and a lot of these places they'll have good weed, but it's only in this one little valley that you know what I mean. The rest of it, fucking yeah. the whole rest of the island sucks, or the whole rest of the like like even Brazil. When I went up to Brazil, I was like, what? You guys, have, you guys are importing weed from Paraguay. Like, what the fuck is going on? You guys, you guys can't grow weed here. Like, didn't make sense yeah, to me. And, I, and then I looked into it, and I was like, it's actually pretty fucking hard. Like, the soil there is totally red clay and weird and like not good. You know, so you have to, you'd start to have to bring in all sorts of things just to amend properly. And I was just like, yeah, maybe it's not made for this area. You know, it's does build the soil delivered to Paraguay? Or no, we don't want to do Paraguay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Paraguay is like their is like their brickweed, you know what I mean? And it's 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 the it's the fucking worst of the worst. And 
that's all they had. I couldn't believe it. I was there for a month, and I was like, wow, thank God I have some ash. <laughs> was <that> fucked? <laughs> I was like, um, so uh, you guys are, I guess everybody here is kind of collectors, it sounds like, or how about you, Miami? Are you doing more, more, you still growing, or what are you up to? What's your... Yeah, well, I, I mean, I got I got what I call limited partnerships. Um, I got do I have hands on a, on, a, on a grow right now? I've never really done it that way. I just I yeah. build them, set them up. I'm a general contractor by trade. Uh-huh. I started construction early on. Uh, I was uh, I was a cook when I was in high school, and then I would, in the summers I would work construction for a guy that was general general contractor, and I started working construction early, and all my friends were surfers. I'm I'm a, I'm a Colombian citizen. Uh, I was born in Colombia. I came here when I was ten years old, and then I came came naturalized. Mm-hmm. And my parents skipped the whole Miami Hialeah thing. We went straight to Palm Beach. So I met a I met a couple of kids in in my elementary school, and they surfed. And, and I, all my friends were surfers. And as we know, surfers smoke weed. So uh, I lived on Purdy Lane the, in Palm Beach, man. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. 1983, 1983, Purdy Lane. <laughs> There you go. Uh, yeah. So then, since I was, I was, since I was the builder, you know, I was the guy to to go to. Hey, you know how to build, right? Can can you do this for me? So then I started. I what I I started doing them for people. I started building them, and then uh, and then they were all freaking. They all had money. They're all rich, and I was working my ass off. And I said, "Fuck, man! They all got money. They're all rich." You know. And so I said, "You know what? I start. I told everybody, I'm not building any of these places unless I would get all the rights to the product." So then most of them converted, and then I would get, you know, we'd work out a deal to where I would get the product that was grown in the facility. And uh, if I didn't get the product, I just stopped building for the for that crew or that the, the, that that person. Mm-hmm. So then now, so then once I built it's a winning it's a winning formula. There's a winning formula, right <laughs> Absolutely, there. it's like good. Idea. You know, it worked pretty good. Yeah. It worked pretty good because you know sometimes you know shit happens and you have to go. You know, take apart the place, so then when you take it apart, is when you really learn mm-hmm. on uh, on what worked and what didn't work. Once you start taking shit apart, you know, and, and like I said, it was Florida. I mean, the the fucking mailman that comes coming by your house and putting the the mail in the box next to your house, or or you know the the FPL guy, the Florida Power and Light coming to read your meter. I mean, they could not smell shit because they if they smell something, you, you I mean it was you know twenty five plants or more, you're doing three year minimum mandatory. Uh-huh. So we had to really build these things like smell proof, sound proof, everything proof. And uh and obviously that had some issues at the beginning where 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 stuff was either you know, rotting or getting wet and we built everything with tough floors and stuff like that. So it would they would drain. And then that's how I kinda of perfected my craft on, on building these facilities and, and homes and it went from, you know, <clears throat> bedrooms to to all bedrooms to to gutting the house and just building like a room within the house and then garages i mean you name it i've, I've pretty much done it all but that's kind of what got me the start mm-hmm. so now what i do is i get limited partnerships i would i would finance the gross put somebody in there and then they would get a percentage and i would get obviously the bigger percentage because by that time then you had money and then you knew what to do it mm-hmm. and then that's how i kind of learned how to how to grow uh, by numbers, you know, uh, before there was a troll master or any computer, right. I would have these guys fill out these pieces of paper, you know, and, and then really, I really honed this skill when I started growing in California and flying back and forth. And I was flying about a hundred thousand miles a year back and forth. I would have these guys, you know, six times a day at certain specific times of the day, 
<clears throat> write down all this information that I had for him on a on a piece of paper, take a picture of it and send it to me. And I used to call it growing dope by numbers. If the numbers at, at the certain week, whether it's week one or week seven or week nine, you mm. knew the parameters had to be at certain numbers. Sure. And as long as the numbers were there and the, they were filling up the, the, the nutrients in the tanks according to, to whatever week, then everything was fine. You know, when the numbers were off, then there, there was some kind of an issue. The, the, the equipment wasn't working properly. And then that's when, you know, you really get good at, okay, this, these numbers do work. You know, this is what we had to do. And this is what you got to follow. So then that's when you started writing this stuff and your SOPs and stuff. Uh, so that's kind of like my background of yeah. how I got Well, that's like that's this. like a million-dollar formula right nowadays. You know what I mean? Like literally. That's like, an operating system. <clears throat> like you have a SOPs, you have it all. Yeah. Like you're literally, you know, ready to roll these days. But at the same time, uh, everything's changed <laughs> in, that, in that game too where the numbers just have gotten, you know, crazy because you can't, you can't uh, does it work the merging at all or no? I think we've maxed out. We're going to call back. Okay. Well, so anybody who's calling in, we'll have to call you back right after you call in because I think it's only going one way this time. So, um, But anyway, yeah, it's like you, you, you did some real serious work there where it's like and, – and again, I think that's, that's the whole thing about growing in general is if you just do it and you, it's much – you can give somebody numbers just like that and they can fucking kick ass as long as – you know, their IPM is a proper and they're taking care of their situation and they're not in some toxic environment, which I've seen where people have tried to grow in those original grow tents. Remember when those first came out and they had the white inside of them and they were like, yeah. literally like chlorine gas was coming off of them and people would put their plants in and just be like, I've been growing for 20 years and I've, I've never killed a plant. And all of a sudden I put a thing and they all turn yellow and it, I've, I watched it happen to a few people. I was like, wow. So, you know, <laughs> you never know, right? Who we have, who who just joined the, who just joined us? Uh, that was Osceola. My call dropped. Oh, your I'm call back. dropped. Okay, cool. Osceola, uh, um, so we just were talking to him about his growing techniques and stuff. What, what's your preferred thing? What are you up to? Like, you are you keeping everything living? Or are you seed seed junkie? Or what's your what's your what's your sort of uh, seed junkie? I'm a, uh, <laughs> I'm I'm a collector, man. I mean, I wouldn't consider myself any more than that. Uh, I mean, I do a ton of one-off crosses, crosses and such, but um, I'm just a collector, if, if anything. Um, you know, I, I do do, you know, I do take advantage of every season here. I try to. Uh, so we do, you know, we do outdoor, you know, year-round, be it in a greenhouse or in a hoop house. And we've got some indoor projects that we have working on. Um, we, we try to keep it moving. It's kind of awkward here. We're in the middle of a, a whole legalization debacle, you know, everyone's. <laughs> Not really sure which way they're going to lean. So, yep. you know, we still deal with mandatory minimums and, and things that a lot of other people would never have have to dream about, you know. Florida's weird um, like that, isn't it? Like, it's like one of the, like, should be, it's in the perfect position to always sort of do the right thing. But for some but reason, they, don't. they always go against their, uh, the obvious. Fucking, they're like New York. Yeah, they do the same thing. They don't want to be the sad, first in man. anything. It's strange. Yeah. It's strange. Um but like uh, like so for instance with, with like the with a lot of your strains you keep them all in mother form or do you kind of like uh go back to them every so often um, well what i've done um i've been real lucky with uh with you know the people that i've met you know along the way um i've been able to do a lot of genetic banking the past couple of years um you know i don't know a whole lot about the ins and outs of it but um you know in the past you know i would keep 
trees and mother plants and you know ever so often i would you know clone everything out regardless and kind of chop them down but mm-hmm. it gets so nerve-wracking and then you know especially trying to keep males you know they tend to want to yeah. show their things regardless sooner sure. or later you know um so you know i you know obviously i for a long time i would just s1 everything you know i, I would back up everything you know like that regardless but um you know, I, I do try to keep other plants, but I've gotten to the point now where I have so much crap, man. It's it's gotten crazy. They they're making <laughs> no, fun of me, calling me the librarian. Right. Well, <laughs> it is it is crazy too. That's the thing. When you have a lot of strains, it's also everyone is individual, and you have to get to know them, and you have to like can't overfeed this one because it'll fucking just poop out. And you know, I had like with certain strains that were just so fickle, and and but they were the best. You know what I mean? Yeah, they man. Were like, and it's then you're like definitely not a. And it's almost not a like, one size fits all. Well, yeah, and it's always the the bitchiest ones are the most important. You're like, ah, fuck! I know it always leans over and it falls over and it's a piece of shit, but it's the best. You know what I mean? It's like can't help yeah, it. Yeah, man. Um, what's the oldest? What's the oldest plant you're holding on to now, like strain wise, as far as the doesn't oh, not the original, not the num- like just number. You know how many generations doesn't matter, but like what's the oldest uh, genetics you got? Um, I mean, I've got that old 120-day cut of the Panama Red, which is super old. Um, I've got the P91, um, which is a cool one. Um, I've got the Ortega, like I said, I still keep that. Um, um, I've even got some old, some cool stuff from Soma from back in the day. So, so what do you um, think, what do you guys, I'll, what do you guys all Wait, don't skip over that Soma win back in the day. What year? That's why. That's why I interrupted. Like that. uh, uh, the, the Panama Red. Um, you know, I got these as cuts. You know, um, as in my my yeah. endeavors with you know certain people along the way. But um, like I said, I, I don't know. I don't know where it originated. Um, people have gone nuts over it. Um, I've shared it with a few people. Um, like I said, it, it takes a full 120. Any time after that, it starts putting out bananas. Yeah. Um, but it's yeah, dude. It is something. Serious. I keep it going. What about the Gainesville Green? Regardless, um, that's another one that you know I cut a lot of shit over. Um, you know, it's just another one of those that's just a, been a staple here for you know for a long time. Um, you know, I actually have some stuff going on with that. You know, I created um, a seed form of that um, a couple of years back, where I actually outcrossed it and then went back in. You know, over a few generations back in to the mom. Um, Right. And and came out with a plant that's, I mean, it's identical, you know, um, and ended up sharing that. And as of lately, it's it's popped up in a couple of places that I don't really want to get into too much about. I don't know if, if it's necessarily the case or not, but I'm learning the hard way about sharing with, with, with certain ones, I guess, you know. <laughs> it's the, I think partnerships, are, partnerships you know, in our industry is probably the hardest part to, to master. You know, like you can be great at what you do, mm-hmm. but the problem is that usually this, uh, the money meets the mind and the mind always gets fucked. You know what I mean? It's like, it doesn't you matter. You're so you, right. You know what I mean? Oh it's like, it's, exactly right. at the end of the day, you're like, fuck, how come they got me again? It's like, because that's all they do. Yeah. They plot yeah. and scheme, they plot <laughs> and, scheme <laughs> and try to figure <laughs> out how to nah. fucking take your shit out from that's underneath That's the game you. they're playing. It's and you're like, the game oh, we were not playing. Exactly. You're like, I don't do that. Like, why would you do that? You're like, because oh, yeah. that's how it's done. <laughs> <I've> had, <laughs> it's, that, it just I've had sucks. That mango cut, I've had that mango cut since 2001 when I bought it from a Cuban. And I know they had it for about <clears throat> three years before, prior to me. So it's a 2001. So they've had it 
easy since 1998. Mm-hmm. And we still oh, have yeah, it. That, that, that's another classic there, that, that Mingo cut. I mean, that's, uh, I mean, that's one that, you know, I actually mm-hmm. send. I've got a buddy out in California out there. I mean, in Colorado, rather, uh, Gator Groves, who actually, uh, one of the only people I've given some of the original Okeechobee and some of the Florida mm-hmm. cuts to, the, uh, you know, the Mingo, he took that out there and undoubtedly it just blew some people's minds. He, uh, he killed the concentrates, but that Mingo just, oh, it comes through heavy, 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 man. It's a love-hate. You know, people mango. either like it or people either love it or hate it, one or the other. I mean, yeah, like you're exactly enough, right about that. No in between. You're exactly you know? right. I think it's like that with all haze varieties and a lot of, there's a lot of strains that are just like too weird for some people and you're just like, it's strong also, so they get like real tweaked out where they, you put something in there. Yeah. Like, I put weed, yeah. I put weed yeah. in there, dude, for real. <laughs> like, 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 no. This is what real weed's supposed to do. Um, I've got a, uh, I've got an ancestral skunk from, uh, from Sam, you know, and it's, uh, whenever they concentrate it down, it's just like, Oh, it's just burnt rubber turps, you know, and I absolutely love it. Uh, so many people here freaking hate it, but it is, it is just my heart, man. I love that alcohol and ester there, boy. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, flavors change, too, in, in a weird way. It's like it comes in cycles. It's like the people want to grow one thing and they want to smoke the other. A lot of times that's kind of the, the problem where... Not always. The, it's not always the same thing. Where it's like, oh, it grows great and it and it's you know tastes great, easy. Because for some reason, the best strains are the bitchiest, right? They're the ones that are like, fuck, yeah, hardest work. <laughs> You're yeah. like, why do you have to yeah, be so definitely. difficult? Why do you have to be so difficult? Yeah, you're um, right. You got any kind of like, uh, like as far as breeders and stuff? I mean, do you guys any any males that you? Because males are really hard to keep. That's like you're like you're saying like even if you make a clone of it the clone seems to be like if you put too much stress on it it'll throw out male it'll throw out some fucking yeah, a couple flowers just enough to fuck everything up you know what i mean <laughs> not, not enough to yeah, like yeah you're exactly right yeah there are bits to keep regardless anything long term i think they're just a fucking hassle you know um uh you know I, i'm real good at, i i abc i'm always cloning shit you know what i mean so i just um, do cycles so i just do like cycles clips. i just do cycles of, of males like for it's like yeah. after a while i'm like all right i'm done with it i can't like hang in there yeah 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 that, that's mm-hmm. the other thing too you know i've gotten bad about um you know running rooms looking for males about two years um i get as excited over finding a good dude as i do <laughs> a good woman nowadays in the in the room you know what i mean mm-hmm. um so I, I think i've been probably been devoting more time than that than i have in the past but I don't think there's an easy way to keep those suckers, man. They're just, just on your nerves either way. Well, and I think also, I mean, not that it means anything because really genetics are genetics and it shouldn't, should be like the same when you do it. But I've, oh, I always have this thing where if the plant is kind of like acting like a piece of shit and it's fucking falling apart in front of me almost, then I, I'm not feeling good about making seeds from that, no matter if it's a male or not. You know what I mean? Like, Get rid where, of that fucker. Damn you right. Know, you know, whereas if it's like a fresh, <laughs> fresh young thing and it's all, wow, look at that thing. I thought it was a female. Oh shit, it's a male. I better hang on to it. And then you like look at it and you kind of, you know, you, all right, I'm doing it. You know, if you have a fucking vibe about that plant, you do it and then you, you hit, either hit it or you don't. Like, and that's all yeah, you can man. do. You know, just keep kind of doing that over and over again. Um, but do you guys have anything? Because I mean, that's real. Like I was saying, it's really hard to keep that side of it the same. Um, but when it comes to uh, your female, obviously that's easier <coughs> to kind of kind of gauge because you can can tell if the taste is going downhill or if the something else is collapsing within it. What's your but like? What's your long? What's your most like go to strain right now uh, for all you guys? Uh, awesome. Smoke wise. 
Are we, are we talking smoke-wise or, uh, or personal? Person, person, <laughs> um, question on that. Um, well, I mean, if they're not like totally off, the, like like if it grows like awesome, but you wouldn't smoke it. No, I don't even want to know about that. <laughs> but if it's something okay, where it's no like, doubt, no why doubt, are you growing yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. But if it's just uh, yeah, more more on the smoke side, let's say. Hmm. Let me see here. I mean, I'm. I, I want to say I'm. I'm. I'm pretty spoiled, man. Um, I've got some one-off crosses that I that I do that I love burning on. Um, I've got a uh, an Indiana bubble and a Durban reverse that's freaking just head caver. Um, that that's probably what gets smoked more than anything here. <clears throat> What else? What, who else is on there? What else do you smoke? Who else we got? We got okay. So we got you. Uh, yeah, Jerry's here. Jerry, what you got? What's your yeah? Go, what's oh, your go to it? I mean, anything that I that we haven't created, all the old heirlooms, original diesel, East Coast Elvis, uh, the Kush Puppy is what I'm smoking on right now. Is the uh, original diesel female, uh, the original pineapple Kush mother that started that. Was maybe my desert island strain if I was to choose one. So Highland <laughs> Afghani pineapple, pineapple, forty-five yeah, day flowering, really, really quick, high and piney. <laughs> just kinda, can't like, wait. You're like you're, you're on kinda the kinda desert island. Like I want to save. Smoke now. I want to save. I want to save two weeks on this desert island. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to fuck around and have to sit around and wait on the desert island. Right. I think you should just go for a little. Right. Long. Forty-five <laughs> days on the desert island does not sound <laughs> like a good idea. Pretty stellar list there. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you think you're going to need something yeah. to bribe the guys that are going to come Miami, rescue you off the island? Miami, we got. What do you got? That's right. <laughs> yeah, we have so many strains; it's hard to pick. But yeah, original diesel, pineapple Kush, Kush puppy. You know, mm-hmm. you go on and on. We have so many. All yeah. kinds of funk, huh? Yeah, yeah, we're very spoiled. Definitely. What are you smoking, so we're taking Doug? Taking all, all that stuff. And what am I smoking? I don't know. We're smoking cryocure, bro. We're over here smoking cryocure. <laughs> 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 it's actually it's pretty interesting because it, it is like um, in a state of animation. Yeah. Like you 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 get it from you you, you get it and you like oh this is interesting, and two three weeks. This is like what a month later now or something. Um, almost no, no, three weeks. Three weeks. Oh, yeah, almost a month. Well, we don't know. When but I have a piece. I have still have a piece at home, which is like a couple weeks earlier than that. And it was like it, it looks exactly the same. It's like wow. <laughs> it feels exactly the same. It's I mean, straight. it's not. It's, it's not drying out here. It's a so. And then so all you guys are in fucking. Well, actually, not you, Jerry, because you're up and down and all around. But everybody in Florida is yeah. in like we were talking earlier. Um, heat issues. Uh, Miami, I must understand lots about air conditioning, I would assume. <laughs> that must be the number one lesson when you're there, right? You got to have AC. I mean, like I said, I've never, I've been growing down here for quite a while, and I've never, <clears throat> I never ventured outside. We wouldn't dare to. I mean, uh, we're down in a populized area. You know, we're, we're in Miami or like Dade, Broward, Palm Beach County where mm-hmm. you ain't pulling no greenhouse. You ain't putting a freaking plant uh, outside. Fucking, there's no yeah, way that's nope. going to happen. That shit ain't happening. <laughs> yeah, you'd be surprised whether... <laughs> I don't know. I just, we would never dare. Plus, I mean, we're, we're like I said, I've never had a male plant. Uh, we were always production crew. Uh, we would set up the houses to, to, to produce and we'd, we'd, we'd monocrop the whole thing of whatever was the hottest thing that was growing at that time and you filled the whole fucking house with it. I mean, back in the day, there, there, there wasn't a choice. I mean, now, when 
once California started shipping everything to Florida, it fucked up the whole game yeah. for the guys down here that were growing because then it's like, okay, well, what flavor is it? Well, does, it does it fucking matter? I mean, you're going to buy whatever the whatever the dope guy had. You know, and bottom line is, you know, it was it was it was indoor. Yeah, things you know, certainly it was, changed. It was or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we we were more like commercial growers, kind of like you know, we'd fill the whole house with one strain that that did well and that was that was proven genetics and you rock and roll that thing to the fucking wheel fall off you know and then and then until somebody came up with something or somebody went somewhere and brought the next strain that was you know the, the you know the best thing since the last slice bread and then you run that and it didn't matter if you had 20 30 40 or 50 freaking pounds it would it would go in two days i mean gone and <laughs> no problem top dollar too. that's what happens with good weed <laughs> it gets grown, yeah. it gets yeah. sold, and it smoked. disappears. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, there was an era back in the day. I mean, people would prepay you for weed. You know, they just they would come over to your house and front you, front you the weed. Please, it's I want ten, I want five. You know, just here, take my money. But yeah, those days are gone. I mean, you could sell fifteen, twenty pounds for whatever. You know, forty four hundred, forty eight hundred, straight up the ladder, no breaks. I mean, they would look at prepay you for it. No. Oh yeah, no, I mean, and, they again, were, and, they, and the thing is, what you get because you're in like a closed environment like that, and like I said, you're growing with one strain. After a while, you just like click into that thing where you know exactly like, okay, that thing is going to work, a or it's not. Like you're going to get powdery mildew, or not. Usually, I think there you'd probably get like botrytis, probably most, huh? Like kind of gray mold or whatever would probably be your biggest. Believe, I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. be honest with you. I, I didn't I didn't start seeing any pests. Uh, besides maybe spider mites, but I never knew about powdery mildew hmm. until I went to California. Oh, and, yeah. I, and I started growing in the Sacramento mm-hmm. Valley area yeah, where, where, where it was dry, dry and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We didn't ha- we, we didn't have powdery mildew down here. Powdery mildew now is, is here. I know guys that get it now, but that's because uh, all the genetics back can. No, it didn't go. No, through. we got his voice. The mailbox back. is full and cannot accept. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. This right, is the comedy up. section of the Grow Show. <laughs> that's uh, yeah, super quiet. That's super like quiet. Trying you'll to join see Padre Mildo here now because all the genetics that get shipped now here. Uh, I mean, so so many clones and stuff like that that get shipped here and you get it. But back in the day when we yeah. grew, I didn't know about Padre Mildo. Yeah, I, I didn't I, know what that was. Same. I had the same issue out in Amsterdam. It was like I I, I ended up. I brought. I know I brought it with me back over. I like literally black, brought clones from LA back, <sighs> and it was like, oh, you got and these guys from the states came over and they're like, you got powdered mildew, and I didn't even see it. I was just like, what, huh? And I, like all of a sudden I was like, holy <laughs> shit, that's what that is. Like, and it was just coming on, just like at the edge. It hadn't gone into like full, full steam. Actually, it kind of had that. Hello. Weird, aha. Uh-huh. So we got super quiet, super quiet on the line, right? Yeah. Aloha, guys. Aloha. Aloha. Cool. Yeah, All right. Now we're getting a po- now we got a party. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, did you, did you were you listening to the show at all? You kind of got a gist of who's on the line, or do you want me to introduce everybody? Um, I was watching up until a minute ago. Oh, great! So you, you can't. I have to just go grab something to smoke real quick. Not a problem, my friend. So um, it's expected. Yeah, I uh, talked to our, our friends or Scott today earlier, and uh, he was like, "Oh." You're gonna have a show, and I'm like, yeah. He's like, no, no, you're gonna have a show. People calling in. I was like, oh, nice. Uh, and I went, my, I, I literally did one of those like, duh, like, why the fuck didn't I call you? Uh, <laughs> uh, 
Oh, all good, all good, man. I saw the show, but we've been in the middle of like a house remodel, and we got like a full crop that we still got to unseed, and like we're just fucking super busy. Well, I'm glad. But you I figured great. I'd try and call in for a minute and just drop a little bit of knowledge on sure. anyone that maybe didn't see the show from back years ago. Yeah, exactly. Let's. That's kind of what I was hoping you would join the conversation again because I was awesome. That that literally fills the dots in for a lot of people, and uh, I think with with. Yeah, I was trying to get my buddy. His name is also Scott. Um, I don't want to give his IG handle, but he's got a big following. Um, trying to get him to call in just to be able to compare from like a third person perspective. You know, like he's growing Crippy, Triangle Fish. You know, Josh D's cut, hung out with Josh D. Like he's growing them all. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'd rather you hear it from his mouth, but um, you know, but Crippy, hands down, I yet to see anything compare. All chem cuts included. Yeah. And it's like that that's the whole thing that nobody seems to really understand is like the real simple thing to add to this like anybody that has the mis- like history on it is five hundred plant seed hunt. It was done for a breeding project for a breeder that passed away recently, his name was Neville. And I'm not gonna say why my dad was compensated for the crop, but you know, that that is why the, the cross was made. Was mm-hmm. there was deals made to create a new strain that was better than like what we currently had right and so that's like the real reason it even came to be that's awesome was you know we had we had our different varieties but you know how are you going to impress somebody does it have any, anything to do with like, Kawhi electric no there's no quite they're related no. but they're they're not like direct it's more of like a, a cousin type of uh gotcha strain. okay it's more of like a lemony limey skunky like you could call it gas, but that would be kind of a stretch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and, and people don't really know about the dog, but the dog is still out here kicking in Hawaii. You always smell that Thai smell in the air burning too, right? Like that that night blue oh, yeah, jasmine kind of you smell. Tell, you can tell, like, with, are you referring to the electrics or the crippy? Um, Well, kind of both. They're related. I mean, I always thought they were the same... Well, no, so basically Kawhi Electrics has no duck foot in it. So, like, the Crippy has duck foot. The, supposedly, from all the breeders I've talked to, it's originally Australian seed stock, mm-hmm. supposedly. I, I don't know. But um, that's yeah. the difference. Basically, it's got the same. We called it Pakistani and Highland Thai, but I've, over the years, talking to more people, um the, the seeds that were acquired in Pakistani with the way the hash trail works and all that back then, it's probably just Afghani seed stock. Hmm. So it's like, we, Man, we always assumed what, that Kripi was... Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, my, mine, um, the point that I wanted to make was, uh, you know, uh, the cut that we have supposedly originated, uh, you know, 93 uh, uh, Tampa cut is what it's referred to as. Um, it is identical to Larry. I mean... You know, they can be ran side by side all the way up through, you know, even through the set of flowering. You cannot tell these suckers apart um, other than the smell. You know what I mean? Totally different, obviously. Once the flower sets, it's a little different. But they are so fucking identical, man. Um, I mean, you really can't tell the two apart. I mean, it's it's obvious that, that they're related. You know what I mean? Um, you know, well, being, I, think a lot, I think a lot of the strains that are really good nowadays are all related back to that mate, that one line. No doubt, yeah, man. Yeah, so it's like yeah. there's there's new poly hybrids obviously out there that are making a lot of noise. But like if you look at it, like 
without hype attached to it. The only thing that came out in recent years where it was pretty solid was like the garlic cookies and the wedding cake. And like mad respect yeah, to those readers. Yeah, no like a lot of shit, a lot of shit gets circulated and guys are like, this is the fire. And you're like, I mean, my honest opinion, the, the skunk 91, no disrespect. It's kind of just like a earthy woody kush. Like the chem D I seen was always more impressive to me. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, I know the heritage of it all, but I, for me, it just comes down to ultimately just the medicinal properties of the plant, because to me, that's the most important part that should be passed along. Well, you know, we were, I think earlier, I think earlier, um, uh, Jerry was talking about the instability of it. And that's one of the things that there is, I mean, there is a lot of OG S1s out there just because it's one of those plants that tends to throw. Well, it's an S1 of a S1 of a S1, like you know. Yeah. Well, nowadays, nowadays, one hundred percent. No, nowadays, one hundred percent. Because I told them straight. Yeah, nowadays it is. 100%. I told them like you guys are breeding with S1s of S1s of S1s, trying to act like it's going to be solid, and it's like, why don't you just go back to the original cut? Like, no disrespect, but like you know, why breed with face off when that's just so S1 out of the OG? Might as well just go get the OG if you're connected. Right. Because right. like that's the proper way to breed, you know what I mean? Like my dad always taught me, don't breed with feminized gear ever. Mm-hmm. Like you can make it. I'm not saying there's not a place for it in the industry, but if you're trying to create like a pure organic cannabis like heirloom, it has to be all organically grown, and you know what I mean in the sun. Sure. And you can't be using feminized stuff in there. And it's like, for example, we've been breeding our ass off for 2019, and like. Anything we've bred with Crippy, you can tell that it's way more land racy than um, a majority of the new poly hybrids because you get so many more males out of the seed stock. Mm. And I believe that just is a direct reflection to the, like, you know, their bag seeds that were feminine, like, basically a self-pollination. Right. What do you think? What do you, what do you, what, you, what kind of percentages what, are you talking about? I like, think it all, it all goes back to Ty like and that's 60 to 70 percent roughly so like any of the crippy crosses that i've made mm-hmm. you're talking 60 70 percent males of males yeah. yeah yeah and that's like extremely high the 70 percent side of it wow like that that's not common like i have some of the newer stuff you breed with and you're talking like 70 percent female that's consistently though i mean you know, with, but, with different varietals and all well like what i've female. seen is like strains like gorilla glue number four wedding cake that are like they can be herm prone, you know, they're, they're great varieties, but they're herm prone. And so when you breed with them, uh-huh. the, the offspring is herm prone, but then you also end up with a higher percentage of females. So it's directly related to the amass. Like once you run the numbers, like, you know, we're talking 500 seeds at a time. You're, you're getting like a good idea. You know what Hello, I mean? Hello, you've reached Bill Keeling with dark. <laughs> <laughs> what up, Bill? <laughs> Let's leave Bill a message. <laughs> you know, it's funny. We're always too quick to the draw. We get back. We get straight to voicemail. Oh, it's his message. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping he would. I asked um, Illuminar Scott to ask him to call in because me and Bill haven't communicated much. And um, I guess he's one of the few guys that actually like knew my dad's crew on that side of the equation. Uh-huh. Yeah, and and like I mean, I think I think I think it was interesting. I think it's interesting too because even without without uh, talking to you, I think before we we had had the show, um, there was always that like tropical tinge to all the OG things. You know what I mean? You always had this like, yeah, there's definitely something tropical in there. You know what I mean? There's like it's not. Well, I mean, you can like look up even as of recently, not super recently, but like 
Hawaii has been known to put out a lot of cannabis, a lot of high quality cannabis, right? And so it's not necessarily like we've gotten the credit for it, but like all the guys over here have <laughs> a five kilo bag on the walls, right? Okay, so we're not talking like Miami mango. I heard them 500 grams. We're talking 55 kilo bags. You know, like real weight. Like we're talking the real deal, not not like this little mini operation. Who uh, and like even as of 2017. One, se- um, one second. Guy, one second. One, on se- one second. Here we got. Who just joined us? This is BK Roller. How's it going? Hey, BK Roller. Cool. I think you got. I think we might hear. hear What's up, BK? We got a background on him or not? What's happening, Super? We heard something in the background. It's it's cool, right cool, cool. Thanks for thanks for calling in. Hey, no problem. Happy to be here, man. But Happy holidays, everyone. Definitely. But the last point I was trying to make yeah, was like, up until 2000, 2007, guys are growing large amount. Like we're talking 6,000 plants at a time on the island I'm at. And green harvest is still like eradicating it. And that's, those people got such a serious charge that that's when at least over here on Kauai, it really shut down as far as like mass well, production. Well, now it's changing so crazy. It's like places like Hawaii that all the places that had cannabis like going going for it are like the worst off when with legalization, of course, because they, you know. Well, it all, it it's comes, just the greed of the government wanting their tax and then it's yeah. like only the big corporations are getting in and the real roots are getting stuffed out. And it's like I had a deal, I don't want to say the name, on with the dispensary over here and they took all my genetics and clipped me and it's like my blue sapphire cut that basically would beat any of these elites today that i found and only me and them have it mm-hmm. and it's their number one money maker but it's like they don't give me credit for that shit and it sucks Same because it's, it's air, like there's man. your there's your life of searching for seeds and then somebody just swoops it from you you know <laughs> what i mean because you guys know how it is when you start seeds it's like you want to find something better than whatever the best you ever had is so that's the real passion mm-hmm. from any grower mm-hmm absolutely no and it sucks because of the way the way the laws doing that if they're not doing that then it's like they're not about the plant they're just about trying to hustle some money which is like that's a cool vibe and all but it's like the plant ultimately comes back to it's a medicinal plant and that gets lost in all of this legal hustle money whatever's going on yeah it's 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 one of the weirdest things because Everybody who's the biggest company, all the biggest companies are are upside down right now. They're all fucked up. They, they owe hundreds of millions of dollars, and you're just like, wait a minute. So you had all this money and marketing. Per- oh, I just laugh. I just laugh. I'm and like, you can't hustle some money out of that. You fucking don't deserve to be there. These big companies, corporations, are losing twenty million a quarter. <laughs> you know, and, and they're still yeah, trading. Good, good, good for them. They're being greedy, and they shouldn't have even tried to. You know what I mean? Like, if, and this is just my opinion. If you weren't growing it before it was cool or legal, you shouldn't be growing it now, period. Amen. You know what I mean? Unless you're trying to learn. And if you're trying to learn, then it's like you go to one of those guys that's been doing it the whole time because they've they've got all the hard knocks. And it's like no disrespect to, you know, synthetics, but, like, you got to look at it from, like, the other side, outside looking in. Like, look at the huge plastic waste patch up in, you know, the Pacific Ocean. Like, look at all of the waste that comes from it. It's like that's not what cannabis is about. I believe it. It's not. You're definitely, and, definitely and it's like, hitting it there because, and all the packaging is true. The packaging that makes no sense whatsoever. Like that's where you're like, no, are you fucking yeah, kidding when we, me? When we launched our seed company, 808 Genetics, we were like, we're using no plastic. Period. Like no plastic because it's just like cannabis. That's not what it's about. It's not like if you if you're like a real cannabis person, you've been around it your whole life. Like that is not what it's about. Well, it's luckily, about well, luckily a you can. Plant 
you can use you can do hemp plastic and there's some great you know that's that's getting cheap enough that it's like well oh, there's sh- options yeah there's options but yeah. i'm saying like we were like get no plastic because like we mm-hmm. see everybody's condom wrappers and they're just like you're freaking basically making condom wrapper seed packets and like yeah the seeds are great to share but at the same time like mm-hmm. bro just throw it in some glass and put a little thing around it or you know what i mean use some biodegradable plastic or just something earth friendly mm-hmm yeah, right. That's what we tried to do. Our packs are just little. Everybody's growing, everybody's growing a bunch of weed, and there's a whole bunch of fucking waste from it. And like, if you're not reusing your medium, like, don't kid yourself. Yeah, but you know what? Not everybody got blessed to be able to live in a uh, in a rural area that's all you know, plush and, and nice and stuff. You know, there's people that live in concrete jungles that might like the cannabis plant, and the only way they can do it is by growing indoors. And yeah, nothing, nothing gotta, against you, that. Use the pay your you, electric you, bill, and you can do it in living soil, brother. Like, you can't you, yes, you yes, yes, you, yes, you oh, can, yeah, yes, you can. But so, so we need the latest callers. We need to lay how to spell the latest caller's name for MTI, right? Because he needs to type it in so we can put it up on the screen. Who, we, who, who we got? Was it was it BK or TK? Sorry, I feel like we're getting off. I feel like we're getting off track. So it's like, wh- okay. what was the main things you guys wanted to cover? Well, I want to go. I wanted, to, yeah, I wanted us all to kind of, kind of get onto the, the, because now that we're all sitting on the line, um, I mean, Crippy obviously became more than, than just single strain at some point because that's, that's the obvious thing where it's like it became like he was saying. Well, it's like, a slang, dude. It's like this: when you have something really good, right? It becomes everybody that. wants to copy it. So if you got the like <laughs> Sunshine State in Florida, can confirm this. Like the whole surfer crew. My dad was a surfer. Okay, straight, straight up. His whole crew were surfers, fishermen, like watermen, right? Mm-hmm. Like, of course, the fucking surfer crews are going to have the fire because they're the ones that actually go travel hunting waves. Mm-hmm. You know, and I heard about the Vietnam story from back earlier on in the show. That's 100% accurate because they went over there and they got the good seat. It's like whoever has the good seat has He's the good seat. He's telling the truth I wasn't going to say. I'll tell you what, yeah. man. <laughs> there, there, a, a, a prime example of this whole thing, you know, there's there's definitely different uh, interpretations of Crip. You know, it became a generic term mm-hmm. in the '90s. No matter what, it definitely did. You know, up to today. Uh, you know, I, yeah, I'm, you go I'm to a beach on Hawaii or any with, island in Hawaii, and you say you show you show any local brother or brother like in Hawaii any kind of good weed. Oh, that's the Crip. Oh, they call right? it Crip because Absolutely. it's at a bar. <laughs> they, they, they exactly right. It's kind like, of yeah. Same thing a, in Florida. A prime Florida example, crippy, you know. Crippy came, came everything that was seedless, it came crippy at one time. And then, like I said, those Absolutely. people, some people might have had this, they called it crippy, another person yeah, had a dad. probably only 15% of that crippy was real. It became a blanket terminology, though. It yeah. Exactly, did. it was blanket. Mm-hmm. Exactly, like chronic. A, or, a, a or, good example, or though, uh, you, you spoke of... Uh, you spoke of, of Sunshine a while ago, you know, um, you know, Sunshine Cannabis. Yeah, know, is that, uh, I think he's my, your homie. My greatest yeah. friends, man, absolutely. I mean, he is a... Chris from a Sunshine, he knows warrior. about a lot absolutely. about the Florida heritage, um, and he's done you know, a lot uh, with the legal A prime example of that, absolutely, man. Uh, you know, since all this has happened, uh, you know, getting to know all these people, especially with the Instagram, you, you know, you, collect, you connect with a lot of people. We've now collected Crippy from, you know, from all over the states to compare, you know. Um... None of which, by the way, um, compared to what we have as our ninety, you know, as our as our as our original ninety three cut. But an example, though, and, and what I was getting at was that you know, Chris and them grew up down in South Florida. Uh, the crippy that they grew down there, they referred to as skaze. It was uh, skunk haze based. Um, you know, without a doubt, that is what was there. Um, you know, one hundred and fifty miles to the north, what was coming out of Tampa, 
was something that was totally different. Um, not that it wasn't creepy, because to those people, it was. To myself, that was the creepy that, that I remember. That's my nostalgia strain, like a lot of people, like you know what I mean? Five blocks of difference. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's crazy. It's crazy how it works, but I mean, it, it's the truth. I mean, it really became a just a term that was used for, you know, for fucking dank, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I well, mean, yeah, we, like we understand. We, gas we, or loud or... Yeah, many terms nowadays. But yeah, so I think to clarify, it definitely was a strain. Though. It definitely was a strain, and absolutely. I can't say like absolutely. when it became like that type of slang term. But like we had our cut from 1986, so wow. it's never yeah. left here. It's been here the whole time. Oh yeah, man, that's great. It's it's old though. That she needs great. like a tissue culture soon, because like we can I, I can that, root it and all that, what but we like. Just, uh, We've done that actually. The call actually has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. Who's that? Five. Oh, we lost, I believe. Uh, seven. Zero. Three. Or, or seven. Zero. Miami call. Yeah. Was that Miami Mango? Yeah. Yeah, he, he tried to call back and I tried to call him back. Oh, that's one of those. Uh oh. So what happens oh, we're, we're, on the mango. we're on the party line, guys. We have a very high tech equipment. <laughs> and again, we're hitting, yeah. Just pretend we're I would love to hear BK's side of. You know, from from yeah, the mainland perspective. Exactly. Let's let's because that was so. BK is the one you're. So we call. We he dropped, so we got to bring him back on the line right now. BK. Yep. I'm here, gentlemen. Oh, there you are. <laughs> cool. Yeah, let's hear a little from you because we haven't heard. Your yeah, well, well, I haven't even heard. What I tie into it let's is it. Uh, actually with Superquise's dad. Um, he's the one I got uh, my original cuts from. And, uh, you know, like you guys were talking about earlier, it's not like we went around Hello, telling people, like, are you there? Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. We're all here. Hello? Okay. Yep. <laughs> it's not like we went around telling people where Hello? we got cuts and whatnot. Somebody Hello? can't hear us. Who's Who can't that? hear us? <laughs> I, I can hear you. <laughs> Everyone can hear us, but one. I'm back. All right. The, drop, the, the call dropped. Okay. Now you hear us, right? Everybody hears each other? Cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. Boom. Start the story again. <laughs> 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 One more time. Right. BK. So yeah. Anyway, it was uh, it was with Superquise Dad, and it was through uh, you know my crew. At the time, the whole reason in the in the late '80s, the reason I started growing uh, marijuana in the first place was my high school sweetheart was diagnosed with stage four cervical cancer. And they literally threw everything at the book at her and um, pretty much sent her home on hospice or hospice at 16 and said, uh, you know, prepare to die. And I wasn't willing to accept that. I'd heard about Rick Simpson oil. So I started making my own strains, started uh, trying to pump up the THC because at the time that was the most important. And it was uh, late 80s, some boys out of SoCal was pushing out some Kush. And that's all you heard was this Kush, this Kush. And, you know, it wasn't a lie. When I first smoked it, it was the, the, the strongest weed I'd ever smoked. And it stood out in the bag. Um, like you could see, nobody grew it long enough, I don't think, was the reason. But the pistols were always white, long, it got, and jagged. It got cut early. It got cut early. Yeah. They never yeah. let it finish over here. It gets too wet. And then you see, it's just like, take it now or lose a lot. Yeah. 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 So, uh, you know, I ran with a pretty good crew back in that day, and uh, I told the old man that uh, I got to have this cush to work with. 
And I don't know, maybe two weeks later, he hands me a, a, a slew of cuts. I'd say probably 13 cuts. And I really didn't believe that he got me down attainable and that quick because I had already been working on finding it. And nobody was like they said it was just you could not get it, period. You could buy the flower, but you could not get the cut. And uh, old man hands me those cuts. I hand them out to the crew. I grew it out about week five. I started making calls like, you know, somebody kept a cut of this, right? Because it, it's Kush. And they're like, no, no. So uh, needless to say, I lost the first one. And uh, so nobody kept actually cut. one. Actually, nobody. Everyone, well, everyone looked at each other. What you didn't take a cut? Yeah. I really didn't believe it. I honestly didn't believe he oh, got me the, the real shit. I thought he gave me some bullshit Afghani or something. And uh, that's, that's honestly what I thought it was. But I do know that that cut made it down south and uh, ended up making um, its partial way into Cornbread Ricky's hands because he was actually part of my crew, unbeknownst to me, because my crew was rather large. Mm-hmm. But like Superquise said, when you get on Instagram and you get out of the shadows and you get to make all these connections, you get to find some, <laughs> it's a trip. some, some crazy past that, you know, your stuff has went to. And it's, you know, by no means it was it ever my stuff. It's just that I was the idiot that wouldn't shut up about it until I got my hands on it. Mm-hmm. So, um, you I went back to the main man. reason why a lot of people got to enjoy it straight up. Cause like my dad didn't want to give that thing out. So he must've really liked you. Yeah. Well, he yeah, he, little fucker. He's a good guy. He's a good guy for sure. Um, I I regrettably like I really wanted to someday sit back on the beaches and burn one with the old man, and you know hopefully yeah, some passed away in '07. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know for sure, man. But um, hey, I still got, his, I still got a couple with, of his chains. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And I went back hand in hand, and I said, uh, you know, I need that cut again. And so he was like, you know, I'm tired of messing with you. Here's his address. Write him and tell him. And so I wrote him. He sent me back three different cuts. They were None of them was the same as the first cut, but they were all fire, but they were all just different, you know, cush cuts. And the reason that they, they got my readers, yeah. Yeah, the whole reason that they got tagged with the with the term OG is because his name was so long, we would all sound like idiots trying to pronounce it. So we just called him Ocean Grown. We called him OG. So it just signified our cush cuts from him. Yeah, I mean that's that's a story. <laughs> there's, there's, there's a couple there's a couple stories. That was a, that's a tough one. That's a tough one to kind of claim there just because of the. Because of the fact, oh, yeah, that, I, I mean, it's it's, it's it's what it's, 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 it's totally it's different than the, it's, the creepy that we that we're talking about because that that's going kind of the, into the OG and the TK thing, which that the crypto was around since, like I said, I didn't smoke back then. I was young. I was a young kid, and these surfers that we looked up to, these guys, being Taco Joe and his crew, yeah. they were selling crypto. It wasn't even crippy. Crippy was a later term that came synonymous with good indoor weed. Yeah, yeah, I kind of, I kind of, I kind of agree. I kind of agree because it got crip. lazy. What, what? Yeah, uh, <laughs> talking about it. <laughs> it just got lazy. It was a since '86. It was originally just called 80, Crip, and then it was it, called '85, '86. It was. Anybody called, calls it Crippy, it's just kind of a, it, a 
Crippy was a synonymous with indoor, seedless, good weed. Everybody called everything Crippy. And I think everybody's right because whatever they got, they called it Crippy. So, but what Crippy was, yeah. that's what, I mean, and I don't think we'll ever figure out what Crippy is. Cause, and then, you know what? It could have been, like, it happens sometimes where, where two breeders will, will name a, str a strain, the same name, and then they'll, they'll go back and forth. Yeah, who named I it first? That. The chicken or the egg came first. So, I mean, obviously, right. we all fucking watch, super, <laughs> well, we all I watch mean, Superman. I, I mean, we I all know I, that I know, definitely Superman think, went. Yeah, I definitely think. I think su Superman I, got weak with kryptonite. Uh -huh. But then anything that was fucking good was probably called kryptonite. It very well could be that two people in different parts of the hemisphere of this globe called it, could have called something kryptonite. You know, and then it was crypto. That's what we called mm -hmm. this certain kind of strain that came, like I said. Well, did you guys call Seattle. that because it crippled you? Because that's why Crippy got his name on huh? here. It was always called crypto because, like I said, it's so strong that it'll kick Superman's ass. So it was yeah, called yeah, crypto. Yeah. There was no other. It had nothing to do with... And you guys got it from the surfers, which probably... which got You guys got it from the surfers. <laughs> I know the whole crew, man. If from, like from, all, yeah. It, yeah. Like I said, and I don't know if it was freaking grown in Ohio. It could have grown, been grown in Fort Lauderdale. It could have been grown. All I know is it came with Seattle newspapers, and that was just one brick. I myself would get take yeah, ten bricks out of time. I already, and we don't it, know. If I think you cut out. So it was coming in fifty-five kilo bags, brother, in like burlap bags. Like, like you can look them up on the internet. Each island from Hawaii had their own bag. It was like the state crop for a long time. I never like seen a bird. a lot of weed. And All I know was food saver. You can Google it. A, back then, there was a food saver that you'd buy, and I'm trying to think of the name of the store. But you know, back then, food saver bags, would you call them sealer meals? The mm -hmm. food saver bags. One side was white, one side was clear, and they were covered. Yeah, that's why one even broke down, though. That's what I'm trying was, to. Uh, before even broke down, though. Yeah, but how do we that's know that we're talking to about you. the same weed? But how do you know that because what I've we're seen getting in Florida was the same? I think we have a weed grown. We're not. We're not talking about I've triangle. Seen and grown because this, this is this is I've why because he's from Kauai. All the people that I grew up around with said Kauai Electric and the death is crippy. And you're saying all these stuff stuff came from Seattle. So I mean, put two and two together. It's coming from Hawaii. It's this guy. I'm trying to explain to you what talking it about. Brother, that's it. Just listen to him. He knows I what mean, he's talking we, about. Trust me. We can we can speculate that it that it I can hear there, it, man. Nobody will know. I mean, and then and then well, it was started I, to be grown in pretty Florida obvious because the Florida actually grew. Got how is it obvious? It's okay, because so you, because you this is why because Kauai Electric and the death are what is in Crippy. Okay. You guys want to keep talking surfers and this and that. You shouldn't even be saying that to begin with. <laughs> but, but, um, if but, but, you guys but, are part of any surfer group, you shouldn't even be talking Smackdown. I'll be the last one here to say anything about any surfers because, for one, you, should, you guys shouldn't even be talking about that. If you are from Florida or you are surfers, you shouldn't be talking about surfers and what you guys are doing. And um, Why not? Kawhi Electric and the Why? death is in Krippy, okay? He's from Kauai. <coughs> okay, so doesn't that make any sense that that's what it is? I mean, <laughs> it's not really that hard to figure out, you know? No, listen, we call the weed 
crypto. We we didn't know what death or what strain you guys are talking about. It was called crypto because somebody here called the crypto because it was stronger. And, and, and than, I had than the same Superman. problem with bubblegum. Will, will it kill? Super, I, had, oh, yeah. I, had I had the exact same. I had the exact same problem with bubblegum. Ninety three. Yeah. Ninety three in Amsterdam. So I kind of like got it out to the public quickly. You know, as far as like through the high times. Well, there's a lot of confusion around very good varieties. And then someone else is like, I got it over here, and then they're selling it for double the price. But of course, it's good weed. So then. Well, I mean, look at look at girls. Look at Girl Scout cookies. Look at all the different stuff where that kind of stuff has happened. It, yeah. History repeats itself. It's like yep. there's really no explanation needed. You either listen to the information you're given or you come up with the reasons why it shouldn't be. Well, and, and the thing is, the problem is recreating self-replicating plants, right? So we're, we're getting, if we fuck up and it gets seeded or it gets seeded for it's some reason, whether it's got hermy flowers or whatever, which is usually the case because most good plants throw out like a couple of fucking, at least a couple seeds, you know what I mean? Just to say, fuck it, grow me, right? So you get I've one. Seen that, I've seen on a widow plant grown for three years and it only produced like two seeds once ever. Yeah, and then I've had, I have really I have is. some plants that do it just on the pre-flower, like one or two, and you'd be like, "Whoa, shit!" It really, really won't. Or the very tippy top of the plant on the last week, and it just kind of like throws out of the thing, like going real late in flower too, a lot in desperation. Put out some little nubs. Yeah, just just try and real. Or if you take those things and you can just pull them off, you know, if you if you don't get a lot, you get a few here and there, you can go through, pull them all off, and pretty much guarantee if there's something inside those, it's going to be a female. You know, so it's good, like. I have a question for Miami Mango. Is there still like crypto buds or cuts or seeds around? No, oh, man. I, I wish there was. There was. There was a time. There was a time. Like I said, we don't know where it came from. Like I said, it came wrapped in Seattle newspaper, where where they were grown in Ohio, New York, or right here in Florida, and somebody grabbed the uh, Seattle newspaper to wrap it in. I don't know. All I was doing is hustling packs back in the day. I'm gonna have then, to get you a sample of guy, some really proper crippy then. So you can just tell me if it reminds you of anything. Oh, as a matter of fact, I'm flying to Michigan uh, at the beginning of the Perfect. year. And I there was a guy. Up there that that, 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 exactly. I exactly. Yep. And I try to reach yeah, out. Yeah, so. like, <laughs> oh, I try to reach out to the guy because he said he has some whatever. And I said, listen, I'm going to Michigan, and I don't want to take too much of your time. All I want to do is meet you at a, at a Starbucks. All I'm taking a half hour. I'll drive to you. I'll take a half hour of your time at the most. Yeah, my boy. I'm I'm pretty sure, but I said all I want to do is hold the. I'll bag try and in my hand. I'll try and talk him into it. Just smell it. I smell it. I'll close my eyes. Smell it. The smell will tell me if it's the same thing that we thought it was crypto. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that if it's not, one is not crypto and the other. It could have been, like I said, it's just what that crew called crypto back in the day. It could be the same thing. Yeah, but I you said talk, you said Taco but Joe, like, right? You said Taco Joe, right? Yeah, ta- yep. Taco Joe yeah, was a guy. Was a that, Taco Harley. Joe was a guy that that uh. Well, like I said, listen. If I go to Michigan and I meet with that guy that you know who I'm talking about, that I asked him, I don't go and I, and I, I asked him twice. I'm I'll not try to get him to call him in today. Gonna, I, 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 I'm not going <laughs> to bother him. I asked him twice, twice, and I said I'm not going to bother you again. But I just want to, ha- I'll drive to you half hour of your time. Hey, you just just realize it's the Smeagol stash, brother. It's one of those things that's hard to share. It's like uh, you're precious. Listen, it's I, like, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want the cut. I, want, I just want to be able to smell it. And once, I, I can have no, my I eyes closed. If I smell it, I'll tell me that's, that's the same thing. It is or it's not what we called crypto. If it doesn't come through for you, just tell me. And then I got other guys closer probably to you that have the cut. Well, like I said, I don't want to bother anybody. He he reached out to me at one time. He put a post. We talked. We chatted. 
Uh, and then we, I told him I was going to be going to uh, Michigan. Actually, I put it on my calendar. I think he said it was going to have a heart yeah, attack. DM, DM me the guy's name to make sure it's legit. I don't want you getting some yeah. fraud. Because there's yeah. somebody okay. who, like, leaked the fraud cut of it that was, like, just the ghost OG or something, I believe, like, mm. a couple years mm. after the fact. <laughs> this guy, yeah, this guy, one fraudulent the, one. Mm-hmm. Right. This guy says they got the cut from you, paid like seven thousand dollars or whatever. It doesn't matter to me. I just want to be no, able I, to smell I it. I give away. I give it away. I don't take money. Okay. Yeah. Okay. If you get I, it, you get blessed with it. I gotcha. But all I wanted to do was just to you know, listen. If if it's if just you know like another like another another part of that evidence too. If you're getting it from Seattle, I mean, and and the death and the Kauai Electric is part of Trippy. I mean, who's going to be producing a lot of uh, tropical sativa in Seattle? I mean, it's obviously coming Listen, from Hawaii. I mean, I put two and two together. I mean, it's really not that ele- hard to I figure out. The term electric or or Hawaii electric isn't a show. well-known strain. You got to be an avid okay. strain like. Uh, well, it was. Uh, the, I don't remember. I apologize. I don't remember the name of the seed company. It's on seeds here now. The Hawaiian Hawaiian duty has the. Uh, Said it, he said that Kauai Electric and the death are the same thing. It was just he renamed it the death because everybody was getting sick of. Well, you got it. Depends on Kauai Electric and Kauai. So they renamed it something them, else. Most of them have basically stolen work from a guy that I, his name's Uncle Ricky. He bred the one love, and then yeah. they all called it Kauai Electrics, and it doesn't even have Kauai Electrics in it. And then they paid whatever this what's the genetics company that you submit your shit to. They paid them to like Say one more time. change. Out. Yeah, they paid them under the table. Mm-hmm. Suppose this is allegedly. I don't want to say the seed yeah. company's names or anything like that, but allegedly they stole Uncle Ricky's One Love and renamed it. So if there's and a Kawhi Electric, was the, the was it Electric? Was, was it Kawhi Electric just straight, yeah. or was it a yeah? The one the the Kawhi Electric that was submitted the Pylos was actually a fraud. Okay, yeah, because that was a strain that I was always like that was my go-to Hawaiian strain as far as if I wanted to try to get one thing sort of again to play with. Yeah, I, we still got we still have... got F2s, but I haven't had time to make F3s from the seeds, so I can't like really give anything out. But mm-hmm. amazingly, my dad's good friend, who I haven't, his name is Ted, I haven't talked to him in, I don't know, 20 years, guy calls me out of the blue and he's like, I got a bunch of Koi Electric cuts, you got to pollinate them. So that's going to happen. Nice. But yeah, if you, if you I, can I have that guy... Is. If, What's that? if you can have that guy in Michigan, say if you can have that guy in Michigan, possibly you say meet me at a Starbucks, so I can, I can, I don't even have to see it. Oh, the smell, the smell. Like I said, I hustled those packs for about four years since 1991 and 1995 or 1992 to 1996. But I know my friends were getting the weed since 1985, when I was in freshman in high well, school. Well, I know it was definitely being Stop grown rushing. in Florida at one point. He lives in. He, wow, he lives in. In Central Florida, right now, I can assure you. Okay. Well, like, but uh, it was probably somewhere in Brevard County, which is roughly Central Florida. At one point, it was grown there, but before that, it came from Seattle, or we thought it came from Seattle because it was wrapped in Seattle newspaper inside a food saver. But like I said, if I smell the weed from the guy in Michigan that supposedly has your cut. We'll know if we're talking about the same strain, or, or we're not. I mean, it's pretty, well, like I, I said, I don't uh, have to see the weed. File, smell it. He's file file nose. The nose nose. He's file nose. File nose. I smell the it. Nose. I know. Foul nose. Don't forget. Charge you. Yeah. No, no, no problem. Five dollars. 
<laughs> find out if I found those. Um, do they have a sommelier term yet for cannabis? They really need to get to that they, point for like they, the, they do. Like... They do. Well, didn't Max try to come yeah. up with it in interpreter? Yeah, inter, 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 in, inter, interpreter. 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 Yeah, you can get, yeah. you can take interpreting. A better name than that, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, you know, I didn't come up Don't with it, Max, Max. But Max so is his. He's real. He's really smashed. Sommelier sounds dope. sounds dope. Well, that's a real thing. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, why can't you <laughs> be a sommelier of cannabis, though? Well, this it, it is a real thing. You got to be able to be like, that's the real blue dream. That's the real train wreck. That's the real this. Okay, so we got another yeah, caller. Yeah, we'll no, that's caller just, uh, he dropped off There's from no Florida again. I mean, they have classes for it, but the street is the real bed at home. Who dropped off? Uh, our Florida, Miami, Miami, Miami Mango. Oh, I'll call him in a second here. Yeah, because okay. if we call right now, it'll go to his voicemail because he's it's still yep. he's still on the line there. He still thinks he's calling. Yeah. He's not. It's okay. But that was like, that last few oh, minutes, gosh. man, that was like a, a geneticist throwdown there. I thought you guys were going to like smack down for a second. You know, like, where, where do you live? No, where do you live? I'm coming for you. That's great. No, back in the day. That, we know he's got voicemail on. That's good. But I love the dialogue because. Shout out to the guys that just did the. 1000k pre cut call has been forwarded to an automated voice stop <laughs> what that you guys did you guys follow along on that the one the 100k cup uh, I saw the first day. I didn't see the second day. I was like, I mean, I came in like I was like, oh, it's way over. Like, like it was one of those like you know when you walked into a party way too late. Like five. Oh, you went to that one night. I didn't, I didn't go, go to go. That. No, I, well, I they just, put up I money because sh- it incentivizes the growers to bring the best. You know what I mean? Yo, yo. It did, but what was the what was the judging criteria again? How did that work? Who no, who were it, the judges? It was the entries was of the judges. Good. It was entries of the judges, and you got broken down, and it's the same setup as the ADSI, pretty much. But it was for cash, for cash, man. Yeah, but but it, but you know, come on, we've had a little experience and it was brackets, with some it was brackets, and but it was all blind. You had no blind. idea what no, was what. Of I mean, no. good. Well, that's good. Who right. won? This is the real deal. Who won it? The genetic seed junkies won, but um, I forget the grower. Black Dog Farmer was the winner. Cup, yeah, black. There you go. Cups like are always funny because at the end of it all, like. If it's and it was the it was what the white to wedding cake, I believe, which has you know, trials yeah, so we got another Florida genetic, but uh-huh. I strongly believe those all come back to the grippy. Yep. Yeah, man. <laughs> Well, I mean, well, it'd, be, it'd be great cool to find it'd be great to find somebody who hasn't it'd be great to find somebody who hasn't fucking like you know jumped the shark and gone like oh yeah I gotta have a cush whatever and, and fuck their whole shit up and just stuck true and solid to the original line and actually ran those lines like but the thing is that nobody it's really hard to find people who grew anything beyond indoor and indoor is really hard to breed if you're not on point I mean. You know, just, it's, if you know what you're doing, it's okay. Well, you can breed indoors, but the seeds are the seeds I've seen made indoors are never the same as if you can produce them outside. Well, it's just they're definitely going to be inferior, I believe it, for sure. You just can't see. You can't also can't see what the fuck's going on. You know, what I mean, you're just making up shit. And at that point, you're like, oh yeah, they they they're this big. They get like a foot and a half tall. It's like no, you cramped them up. <laughs> and you, you put them in way too small of containers and didn't put enough light on them. That's what happened. You know, I mean, like if you put them outside, all of a sudden <laughs> the thing goes fucking boom, boom, and you're like, yeah, there you go. That's just the blow one. Blow up on you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like, oh, I thought it was gonna be a foot tall. It's fucking twelve feet tall. 
like, sorry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I just tried it under a fluorescent light in a corner of a room and didn't really check it out. No, outdoor is the only way to, like, really see the, the, see the phenotypical expression of the plant without having to fucking pay a bunch of money. And indoors... Well, that's why we're, so, we're just taking advantage of it because we can have low-cost breeding and we've been able to... Mm-hmm. Honestly, like my top list of strains is already is no longer any type of clone only. It's just stuff that we're phenol hunting that we made because you're able to progress. Yeah, we can basically breed four times a year yeah. or more easily, like with just basically that's like how, we that's use how indoor lighting. In Florida, but just to keep the genetics backed up, up we actually hunt them all outside. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's where you're, I mean it's hard in certain parts of Florida for sure because there's limited space. And, and is Miami Mango back on the line? He is. Yeah, I'm back. Bro, we gotta develop. I got this pollen chamber thing. We gotta. I want to work with you on later because I heard you're a general contractor. Yep, I'm a general contractor. Been since 1994. Gosh, been a while. I'm just saying it would be a big money maker because I got this. You can basically make a multi-chamber pollen deal where guys can like progress genetics a lot faster without any issues. Like a clean room or something like that. Like to sort be of... able to separate your males and be able to actually like go through a lot no, of no, no, I, I understand that, that but is it for like time. for like interlinking like like multiple chambers, is that what you're saying? To be able to do different ones at once without, you know, obviously mixing your pollen. Well, I don't want to say too much, but it's basically involving positive pressure and other things to basically contain the yeah, pollen. Yeah, right, no doubt. Don't, don't tell me a good idea. Then, like, really oh, you just gave it away. I got it all figured out. You can just, like... <laughs> I know, you fucker. That's why... <laughs> fucker. <laughs> <laughs> got him. <laughs> hey. Yeah, it's a chamber with pollen and pressure. <laughs> I already, I'm already running it, but it's like a, I'm not a general contractor. I just hacked it together and made it work. Hacking is the, the most fun part, though. Right? You're, you're like, wait a minute. If I take this shower curtain and connect it to this fucking attachment thing and then hook it <laughs> up to my hose and then ba ba ba. Yeah, MacGyvering's the best. All real, it's all building materials. I'm just yeah. saying, like, I could have made it better. No, that's cool. why, like, I was asking him because I'm like, dude, we can make sure. I need a corkscrew, an apple, and some tinfoil. Right there on the spot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Johnny on the spot is so fun. Like, I was t- like uh, back in the day when I was in well, Amsterdam, the, we had huge buds covered in. The industry is going to go. I had huge buds covered in um, spider mites. I had a huge bug, like the worst spider mite infestation ever in Amsterdam at one point. And I was like, oh no. Took a vacuum cleaner and a, like a Coke can, a Coke bottle, and cut the bottom off and like stuck it over the top and was like, the crop's dead and horrible. But I think I've invented something, right? (laughs) At that moment, I made a million dollars in my head. Like, right at that moment, I was like, oh, yeah. Uh, The Coke bottle vacuum cleaner. It was just fit perfectly over the cone of the bed. It was like, (laughs) I was like, amazing. (laughs) Yeah, no, but it was never went anywhere, of course. No, no. no Where's that million? Yeah, that was in my head, dude, for like four seconds. I was like, oh, dude, I just made a million dollars. Okay, it's a good day. I can just go on and fucking not not have nothing, you know. No, but it's it's interesting because, I mean, obviously, uh, even though we're not supposed to talk about it, people near the water fucking love weed. 
Weed and water, yay. <laughs> then they're happy, right? So, I mean, if you're in Kauai, you're surrounded by water. So, obviously, fucking great spot. But in a way, oh, not really because it's hot dry. and cold. It's hot, fucking wet and dry. And you have to be in the one little spot. So, it probably limits the island. Oh, I work the microclimate. Yeah. I'm born and raised here. I know the microclimate. Yeah. We all know where that, the best weed grows on this island. Yeah. And I'm sure there's <laughs> like, and I'm sure it's like, you know, uh, <laughs> Some of the places are pretty good. Kauai is one of the most amazing, beautiful places in the world. So it's like, I'm sure there's places you'd love to grow, but it's so fucking like people are just flying helicopters and being stupid and like, I want to go fly over the air. You know? So I mean, <laughs> that must be like just a nightmare for like people who have sweet little spots. Well, most people just do it all legally under their cards now. Like I said, the last really big mm-hmm. outlaw grower stopped in 2007. So yeah, yeah I'd say a while ago. Right. Wild, it, wild type charges they caught, but then somehow they got a break. You're like, whoa! Like, trust me. Like when you saw it, it was like twenty something years for the dad, like ten years for all the kids and the wife. You're like, whoa! Yeah. There's like literally nothing else you could think of other than holy shit. Well, I mean, the thing is, it, it seems like Hawaii, Oregon, uh, you know, those areas, like just like obvious connection way back we already figured that out like as far as like you know definitely th- seemed like the is even though they had you know the different continents or whatever but it, it seemed like a piece of the same in a way we're in a weird way you're like yeah they were just not geographically but like spiritually when it came to cannabis or whatever it seemed like that's where like the, the good the people who really loved weed lived in those places like fucking there was all these like good weed yeah. Oh yeah, my dad moved from California in the '70s to Hawaii because he's like the best weed when he was a teen. You know, yeah. this is where the best weed's coming from. <laughs> right. And then it was like, okay, I'm on Oahu. Oh shit, I'm on the wrong island. Okay, migratory weed okay, I'm on the journey. Garden. Yeah, I'm on the Garden Island now. Okay, yeah. this is the spot. You know what I mean? And then once you realize you met the right people and so on and so forth, and you get the right seeds, it's like you got the right seeds. You're in. Yeah, I mean Hawaii yeah. has always been awesome in one way. But at the same time, again, microclimate all day long because there's like totally shitty places everywhere where you get blasted yeah. with sun too much, or you know, it's just like, well, you don't want to grow over here. <laughs> like, this is not a good spot at all. But it's not easy to grow cannabis in Hawaii at all. No, I mean, there's a lot of my. I mean, there's a lot of uh, places that are super steep and weird, and you can't, you know, there's hard places to grow. And then there's everywhere you can grow, it's super already taken by somebody, you know. So, yeah. There's not yeah, a lot. I mean, there's a bunch of cane fields. If you knew where to look, like, there's still plenty of land you could do it like that. But it's, like, there's green harvest, and it's, like, they set up trail cams, and, like, you're, there's no way you're pulling it off anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, just think about the satellites like, now compared to back in the day, right? Like, well, yeah. you know, what we They're can see. see your six, I'm pretty sure that's how they found it in 2007 is they mm-hmm. saw the satellite, so then they went and they found it, and then so they put up a trail cam, and they waited until they harvested it. Hmm. Well, yeah. In general, they yeah, can just they can place. just zoom in. Like, we can zoom in on like last night. Right, yeah. you, right now, if you look on Google Earth, it's last summer or maybe the summer even before because they have, sometimes they don't update it. But you can see my my old car. I'd be like, oh, there's my old car. I had that in the, two years ago. But it's like it's just like they can just do real time and fucking oh look at that guy. Look at this guy. Oh, that guy. <laughs> so it's like it's not that crazy. To even you know, well now on little islands and stuff, it's nuts. Cause it shouldn't be that well, hard the with the technology. If, done, like, if they wanted to find it, they could find it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, guys are doing agland now, and you can sublease the agland and stack cards in Hawaii. But that, we'll see how long that lasts for. 
So uh, let's go back to the strains in general. Uh, so, I mean, crippy, obviously, we'll all agree, got overused as a word or, or, you know, got used by a lot of people in a sense as far as describing good weed. Luckily, it turned into a slang. It got, but, became a slang term. Yeah, I mean, luckily, be, luckily, it became yeah. it didn't, didn't turn into swag. It didn't turn into swag, which were like, were cool. It was like that was good weed. What are they talking about? They call that swag now. It's like no, no, no. Crippy was crippy. It was obviously. I mean, for a while, for a while, crypto was used in the East Coast, and then chronic was used in the West Coast. I mean, for a while, and I don't know what happened to chronic. Chronic kind of faded away. I mean, it's yeah, still used chronic, once in a while, but and over. Mm-hmm. yeah, but it's is why we still stuff, call stuff the corn. On Mango, Dead Tour, it was always kind, but Kryptonite you talk of, I remember that shit being called Kryptonite because it was so lime green. Crypto, exactly. It was super lime green. It was pressed. It was a little nugget, and it had like a. To me, it had like a coffee, kind of coffeeish smell. Like I said, all I have that to do That sounds more like a baba. Uh, all I have to do is. No, nah, but Bubba's not so lime green. Bubba's more purpley, kind of weird. Green. Yeah, now this stuff was lime green, lime lime. It looked like almost like fake green styrofoam it had no hairs no nothing it was just chunks it was all green i had no hairs or nothing yeah sounds awesome yummy sounds really good you're like yeah, oh, yeah i like that <laughs> <laughs> got no hair. he's hitting every fucking bell and whistle okay we got one more caller florida this might be not sure and now if you're know, listening right now 407 we don't know where well, no, wherever you are hang up because we're going to try to call you back and we don't want to get your voicemail. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. It's all right. We don't know. Never know. Could be End on the moon. Out. Could be on the moon. What, what doesn't area yeah. cooks don't mean anything anymore? It's where you got your yeah. phone when you got your yeah. cell plant. Exactly. Yeah, you could be anywhere. Most, most somewhere in New York usually. I reached Alex. <laughs> oh, oh, that was Alec. Yeah. Uh oh. Join the conversation. The That's a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, the conversation's getting interesting. No, the thing is, I, I want to stick to Florida as much as possible, obviously, because this is the episode is a lot about Florida. And the thing is, that it was interesting how there were so many places that had good weed, at, and it all came around 91, 92, 93. And, you know, some people maybe before because they were super lucky, but they were super-duper lucky at that point. But it got really, like, like as I left in 87. Yellow. Yo, Alec. We got you. Hey, Adam, what's up, bud? So, um, yeah, we can't, for some reason, we couldn't take you in on when, like, as a merge, so we had to call you back. Um, all right, so we got a full house here. We got, like, I don't know, how many people on here? Seven or something like that? Six, seven, eight? Oh, we got wow. a lot. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of people on the here. Party. It's a party. A bunch of dudes. <laughs> a bunch of it's dudes. Friday night. It's <laughs> <a> Friday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so Friday good. night. A bunch of guys are on the phone together. Ice wax roll up. Do you guys ever get the blessing? <laughs> Matt Rise, ice wax roll up. Oh, my God. Not Matt Rise. Mild mushroom trip almost. I, he said 800 milligrams. I was like, ah, edibles never do nothing. I whacked it. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is the goods. Well, if they're activated properly, <laughs> edibles can knock. Like, I get, like, twi- well, it I get all weird and twitchy. It's made from ice wax. You could just taste oh, yeah. it. It was so dank. It was just like, mm. oh, this is, like, you're eating it. Like, yeah, it tastes good. It's strong. It tastes weed in it. But, like, yeah. not, like, you know, shitty kind. So, um, 
conversation-wise uh, and time frame-wise, I was just saying all over, all over, all over Florida, it seemed like at a similar time, 91, 92, 93, people just started popping off with like amazing strains of cannabis that kind of stuck even, and even earlier in some people's uh, memory. Which <laughs> you're like, okay, Some people are older than others. Sometimes it gets crazy, but you know, at the same time, I know for a fact because I was there in '87, and there really wasn't a lot of good weed. It didn't seem like, and all of a sudden when I came back, it was like, wow, there was like, a, like it seemed like there. Was, and I was in Amsterdam those years, and I noticed, like, because I, I lived, like I said, I lived in Fort Lauderdale, and when I went back a guy that I knew there was growing weed at his house and I went in and I was super impressed by the weed that was there and it, I and it wasn't from Amsterdam so I was like already like hmm what is what is this weed <laughs> and that was like in 92 or something like that you know what I mean so what was your time frame Alec because I know you I, I know I use you almost as a fucking like time frame stamp of at least one story within <laughs> the stories of all the stories of the of the Kush yeah, Alec the, said <laughs> well, no, just yeah. timing wise. Well, just timing wise, because I know for a fact that you, I know where, you, I know where, what happened to the material that you had, which, where, where it ended up, what became of it there, and I kind of know their timeline, right. so, so it makes all sense to me. And you, and you were like, kind of like a totally private guy, I, I think, and you're like really like doing things on your own. You weren't, you like growing, yeah. growing wild. Yeah. You, I yeah. Tell, tell us a little, tell, tell yeah, us a little bit of timeline. That's for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I for me, you know, um, the OG really was like 1991, you know, 92, right around there. And I, I can't give you a specific, you yeah. know, yeah, it was in, it was in that, it was in, in that frame, of, in that frame, 91, 92. That's kind of what I, I, I keep in my head. And then was it kind yeah. of towards the end of summer. <laughs> well, it wasn't cold out, but it's never cold in Florida. <laughs> No, I said summer never ends. And so, and so, and you were, and you were like, uh, you you were taking, getting, getting some weed uh, from, let's say, lovers of the ocean, because we're not allowed to talk about it. So we'll just say, (laughs) lovers of the ocean, (laughs) people (laughs) near the water, (laughs) people near the water, and they love the ocean. Those guys on big things. What? Whoa, whoa, don't say that. <laughs> don't the S word. We're not supposed to say that. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. A, I'm not. I'm not a lover. No one knows. The agreed understanding <laughs> is that if we say that word, they're going to get found, and yeah, we don't want to say that. We're not that. trying we're to not, nail them that hard. No yeah. one just. <laughs> but let's say lovers of the water. The world, just to, oh, yeah. we all understand. We all understand. <laughs> if anyone is doing that, they're doing it in California, where it's completely legal and well, it's well, totally the obvious open. thing is California was awesome, and people love the water. God, it was awesome, and there was always, those guys seemed to always have good weed. Which you were like, yeah, you got dreadlocks and hang out by the water and do stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you yeah. Smoke, and you smoke dank and you smell it and you'd be like, holy shit. Because the whole thing about weed I always noticed was you don't, you don't get it hardly anymore. But I mean, now I only get it where well, it's in a. Guys, yeah. I was going to say, I only I'm get it now if I'm like in a super nice, expensive place and I smell weed. I'm like, holy shit, somebody's smoking weed. Like, that's kind of it. But back in the day, I was like, anywhere. But <laughs> you'd be like, holy. Well, I'll, expi- I'll explain to these guys what I was talking about a few minutes ago. Was, uh, I come from a small town where there's a small group of surfers. And, uh, you know, you guys want to mention that first. And I did say, you know, that is kind of a no no. It is. It is. You guys want to bust balls. There's a, there's a small group of people from where I come from. If you guys say. Mm 
this group is where this comes from. Yeah, you know, there's a group of about 15 or 20 main people in my town that are, are a part of that. Sure. That group and yeah, you've narrowed. I don't it. know if you guys have ever been to Martin County, Florida before, but if you want to go and start talking like this group is where this comes from, that's pretty much a no-no. I understand. And that's I understand. what that's what I'm talking about. So for sure. And like I said, um, I don't want people to get too you know, specific when they tell about, me like where so. they where they what was going down because I get it. Yeah. Well, they seemed a little confused a few seconds together. Kind of. You know, oh no. We, well, we were just that, busting that's, balls, that's hoping that in some time in the yeah, future well, it'll you know, be completely legal. If anybody legal. listening in is confused, that's what it's about. You come from a, re- a town where it's real. No, I get it. Real deal people. You guys don't say where what group mm-hmm. something came out of. You know what I mean? Because there's a, it's a small group of people from Well, like I said, I, like I said, I was growing up in... in uh, you know what I'm saying? So, 100%. I was growing up in Narragansett Bay, and all the, all these guys were, were lobster fishing. by prohibition still, so I think that pretty well goes for mm-hmm. anywhere in this area. <laughs> yeah, well, 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 all the good bud comes from that group, so, you know, that's why it's pretty much a no-no to say that. Well, I mean, it well, kind of is. Well, I mean, the thing is, I think all... all Maybe not all of it. I think all, all, I think all, what you noticed <laughs> with, with cannabis <laughs> it was like... Over here in Colorado, it was it's that was kind of the joke back in the day, though. Anyway, that's where it all came from, is what I meant. You know, well, in, Col- in Colorado, the good weed uh, between ourselves. Good yeah. weed comes from Paonia. A lot of good weed came from Paonia back in the day, and it was all from from uh, bike riders, right? So it was all guys who were out riding on their yeah. on their bikes, and they were taking mountain bikes up and down. And so the funny thing was that because of the word bikers, it got mistranslated so quickly into biker bikers, like yeah. right within a second. Like yeah. it was like, I got it from some bikers. And you're like, you didn't even have to like, nobody yeah. even thought like guys in spandex. They were like, God, oh, dude, big bikers right away. <laughs> like, you know, so, so that, so that literally got, that literally got twisted instantly. You know what I mean? So I'm sure this stuff gets, twi- and, and that's the thing is end of the day, you know, sir, good, like I, all the surfers that I know smoke weed. So, I can't imagine they don't have access to good weed in, in, in any way, shape, or form, and they, and they hang out in cool places. And those well, cool places happen to be where there's lots of fucking. Care of each other. So I think it's always it's all it's always a good deal. And but I, we, yeah, like I said, we're not making fun of them at all. Not at all. But but at the same time, we're also uh, I think it's like we have nine people on the line, so it's kind of like herding cats or something. We're like, all right, everybody. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> we didn't give you the list of rules. Like, we're trying not to say yeah, that. Cool. So that's, and what, so. that's what the law is down there, and if nobody understands that, then Oh, no, I get it. So. I get it. I get it. What uh, is. I get Noted. it. And on top of that, and on top of that, what you see is you see the huge connection between all of them. Like, like It's like, okay, we're at that conclusion that the name Crippy got, you know, misused and overused, but at the end of the day, like, the real deal, you know, happened to be around those people that actually fucking, like, seem to hang on to it and or at least keep it keep it closer to themselves because, you know, it, for, it didn't really blow up into the States until late 90s, like 98, 99, and then all of a sudden people really got like, oh, shit, this Kush stuff, and you're like, you're like 10 years behind the <laughs> fucking ball, guys. They're like, oh, I just heard about this. And like, like, and they were like 2002. And like, most people are like 2002, 2003. And you're like, oh, wow. It's like so long after. And then at that point, you can imagine how many generations of S1s have developed. And then now it's gone in fucking like in all different directions. Well, and that's why there's I mean, always. Come on now. If it's dank ass weed, you're going to pop the seeds that they're there. Yeah, exactly. And if you don't get a lot, it's usually higher quality because the plant usually just focused on making a couple seeds. Just so some lucky person grew those, which are almost guaranteed female. And you're like, oh, beautiful. And all of a sudden you're like, I'm a god. 
I grew this beautiful plant. Oh. <laughs> 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 and you do that. You do the happy dance, and you're like, yeah. Really and then, you, and then, like and then a sure. festival comes, and you don't water the plant, and then they all die. The end. That's the end of that story. No, usually that was a bit, that'd be like my '90s. That'd be like my '90s, you know, retro story. But that's yeah. another thing that's changed with the day, right? You can now invite somebody over to take care of your garden while you're gone. You don't have to worry about that. You can all be all. Automated, so there. The we are. Uh, I don't know how evolving, to say. It. We're, yes, we're evolving. We're evolving to the point where maybe we won't have such tremendous loss uh, right fest- anymore. Festivals will always kill plants. I guarantee you. That's, <laughs> that's like a rule. That's a, Every that's time my, fish of, comes to town, that's one of my rules. Like anytime it's like season for anybody who like you know you're like oh no you're going on what you're going where oh my god everything's gonna die. Watch, come back. Yeah, they left my fucking thing and they didn't. Yeah, it's like of course because. Plants are like cars. If you like borrow your car to somebody, like for hey, you want to? Yeah, sure. They come back. It's fucking never drives the same. <laughs> like it's like oh, it hates you. You know. <laughs> My buddy real, came real, here for five days from LA. They're not a real grower because they haven't learned. The <laughs> I had a buddy come for five days from LA. Completely automated his garden. Everything was, and he came back and he sent me pictures. He says it went perfect. He was really proud. Lucky. Lucky guy, I guarantee you. <laughs> now, if you got one of his, if you got the mango tech and it's fully like set up and you already tested it, it's believe hey, that's mango- hundred thousand percent believable. Mango tech says I still got to go and leave it in the garden. Though. Be able to leave it. Yeah. If he lets me, I'll uh, give out his IG next week. No, mango, if I'm mango, still on the show. Mango, mango Tech sounds awesome because I mean, that's the whole thing. It's like if you live in an area, like I had a guy who was from uh, from uh, from uh, Florida and he was a, a HVAC guy and an air conditioning guy and he came over to my spot here in Colorado and it's like a hundred year old barn and it's, you know, leaks like a sieve and it's like, it's a fucking bitch to work with. It's not like an easy spot. And he's like, oh, I come from Florida and I can just tell because he like, he literally, after he left, the next guy who came in was like some super like do 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 like a robot you know and he kind of came in like what the hell and it was like he was so used to like dealing with places that really needed air conditioning and they were like i barely needed it but it was one of those things where when i actually came to fucking using it it was totally under you know didn't didn't work and <laughs> didn't didn't work out the way it should have because he was used to like really working in high humidity fucking like completely opposite like we have like zero humidity so we have like no humidity and so everything's different about using AC. You know, you want to be more lenient on it than you do over there. I couldn't imagine. So <laughs> I know you guys would be like, what? <laughs> Zero humidity? Like, yeah, no, sometimes I'm maybe 14%. It's like 14%, like 20%. Yeah, if you're might like, as well be zero. Try 100% humidity <laughs> for three months. Yeah, Great. you get out of the shower here and you're like, fuck. <laughs> I know. No, I know. When I, whenever I visit Florida or, or places like that, I'm like, wow. It's like, I just got to go back in. I just took a shower, but I feel like I have to go back in the shower. Like, within, like You use Seinfeld lines. <laughs> you take a shower and you want to say it didn't take. You got to do it all again. It didn't take. <laughs> <laughs> it's hot there. I mean, it, you, have, you guys have like a, a normal day is in, the, is in the low 90s with 100% humidity. So basically, your clothing becomes part of your body; it's stuck to you. <laughs> so let's so let's get back to Alec. Let's get back to Alec because we were trying to timeline there. And uh, so Alec, uh, ninety one, you you were ninety one, ninety two. Let's say so, like late ninety late ninety one, okay. late ninety one, beginning of ninety two. You, uh, I think, we're back on a show that we so people can go back to. Uh, 
to you as a guest. Uh, if you want to look back, I have no idea. I'm terrible with numbers and dates and things like that. Uh-huh. But just kind of hunt back through episode after episode. But just waste, listen waste, to everything waste, again. Just listen to it all because I might just jump in. No, if it's, it's, either the, it's, it's either there or it's not there. But Alec, um, you 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 reached out to me actually at a convention, and I was there doing some bullshit. And you were like, "Hey, I want to talk to you about a little bit about the the Kush." And you 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 kind of like gave me like the whole hope of like a whole new like, "Wow, this is great! I can do like go down the rabbit hole right away," because you had. Information of the of where where it came from when Matt Berger m- managed to take it to Josh D and I knew Josh D in uh, Cali. Right. I knew Josh D in Cali in like the late late nineties, early two thousands. So I, I uh, yeah, I was kind of like the like the missing link in that story. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I was the hidden hidden guy from Florida. <laughs> like, no one wanted to. See it was that a way. Right, right. I was the one guy. Nobody spoke his name. The guy from Florida, and that was me. And everything else was in California at that point. So, yeah. That, I mean, for me, you know, um, I guess to recap, kind of story was, you know, my buddy was was bringing stuff up from South Florida to like Orlando area, and um, you know, I was young. I I wasn't even 21 at the time. I was probably like 20 years old and 1920 even actually. Um, and there was one time, you know, and he was always bringing up the most stellar, you know, weed from the beach down, you know, in South Florida. And there was one time that he showed up with a QP of the stuff that was called super Knot. And it was the only time there was, the super not bud it never ever showed up any other time and it was hands down better than anything else we'd ever seen i mean it was like golden frosty dank musky it had its own unique smell you know and this is back in the day where there were there weren't a whole lot of varieties so everything was so distinct and this thing was like the king of kings and I begged him to sell me the quarter pound, and he wouldn't do it. So he, he finally settled on giving me an ounce of it. And I took that ounce home, broke it up into eights, gave it to my friends, and kept an eight for myself. And while I was hanging out with one of my buddies, um, basically going to pack a bowl, lo and behold, out of that nug, a seed popped out. And that was basically the golden seed that began kind of the Kush era. Um, but the original strand was being called Supernaut. It was not called Kush. And it actually had nothing to do with Hindu Kush, any of that, you know, sort of stuff. Everyone trying to make the connections with it. But it was completely separate from that. So I held on to that for maybe a year um, until I got a house set up with a buddy of mine that was like in his mid-20s. He, and so we did our first grow house, popped the seeds there, and I probably had maybe 25, 30 different varieties um, that we were growing with seeds that I'd saved out of bags over the years. And about a year into us growing together, my good buddy decided one day everything belonged to him and basically took everything, held me up at gunpoint and took everything. And that's when Matt Berger got a cut of the Kush. 
um, or at least we'll call it the super knot. My buddy didn't even know what it was because I, I waited a little while to pop it because I wanted to make sure we had everything working right. And so it was really around the first or second round of it. And so when he gave it to Matt, who lived up in Gainesville at the time, they didn't know what it was. And so there's another uh, guy that's part of this story named Fuji, um, who Fuji used to come over to Matt's house in Gainesville and bring his brother over there. And his brother was really the one that renamed it the Kush because he would, you know, tell Matt, oh, I want that, like, Cushberry stuff. It makes me think in the couch. And that Cushberry got shortened to Cush. And that name stuck. I'd been in Orlando growing it and selling it as Super Knot. But then my other friends were selling the same bud as Cush. And after about a year of me doing that, finally I said, fuck it. All my other friends were calling it Cush. Cush it is. And that's when it became solidified as it as it's being called Kush. So that's kind of the starting of Kush. In the beginning, you know, our, our code word on the phone for it was cushion. So like in our circle in like Orlando area, we would spell Kush with a C U S H because cushion was our, you know, code word for it on the phone. And it wasn't until Matt in 95 flew out to L.A. with it stuffed in a Ziploc bag in his pants and the cut survived, you know, amazingly enough. And they started growing it out there and people out there assumed that this was Hindu Kush. And that's when it kind of transferred into the K-U-S-H category versus the C-U-S-H. Right. <clears throat> and so Matt was growing it out with Josh D out there and, you know, it blew up. Um, and then apparently a lot of people, and I wasn't really a part of this, you know, but this is what Matt told me after, you know, we connected several years later was that everyone just wanted Kush. So they were starting to call other plants Kush in LA that weren't Kush. So in 98 is when he renamed it the OG to distinguish it from what other people were calling Kush. And so he was calling it the OG Kush. And that's where the OG came from on our end of things. You know, and I've, so I've you heard got other that, people, you know, you got that out have from with Craig. the Ocean Grown story. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm so, texting him. He text, yeah, and, and, I'm and texting was, him right and now. And it only happened. Oh, no, I tell him I said, what's up? It's been I will. 20 years. He's texting me right now. He must be listening we, to the show. <laughs> that's so funny. Crager. Yeah. yeah. What happened? Call in. So Alec, so Alec, uh, uh, he don't want to. He don't. He he's he's been on ID for a yeah. while. He want nothing to do with this. That's fine. Uh, yeah, uh, I know. He, I he, he told me to. He told me to. Uh, he told me to ask ask Alec if if you got down from Craig, and I said, you really want me to say your name on the freaking line? And he goes, yeah, Craig is fine, not, nothing else. So I, I'm not going to say who okay. the guy is. <laughs> I, I, would, I, would, uh, I was not going to bring up his name, but yeah, 100%. I asked permission before I said it. So yep. right on. Yep, okay. yep. You know, so it was me and him, you know, by ourselves. He wasn't actually with me when I got the seed. Um, I was with another buddy of mine, which I'll, I'll leave his name out of it because I don't have his permission to say it. But, um, but yeah, I was, I, it, it came from Craig. Yeah. For sure. 
Okay, so yeah, one hundred percent, man. And we we, yeah. we know where that came from too. Adam surrounded um, by seven so, tangenters. But, uh, but I'll, uh, j- just to clear clear this one <laughs> thing up because I've heard other people tell my story or retell it that you know that I don't know, mm-hmm. and there was only one seed. It wasn't a seeded um, strain. It wasn't a strain that was cross-pollinated because there's a, mm-hmm. a huge difference that you can tell you know that with a strain that's been pollinated because there's multiple seeds this was a strain uh-huh. that you know a lot of times if a plant slightly stresses uh-huh. it'll produce one or two seeds yeah and this was that case the interesting thing is and and i've said this a long time ago before the original um strain that it came from was blonder was a little blonder in color and was a little sweeter and fruitier in aroma and flavor. And so this this seed, this pheno that came out, actually was the, a much more musky, you know, aroma, the more a little more of a dank aroma. So it was interesting that the seed was definitely different from the original um, bud that it came out of and, and definitely had a little more uniqueness that we all know and love you know now so um it was just the the cross-section of the perfect events all happening at once and i happened to be there at that cross-section right you now that's uh yeah it's crazy how, how that timing <laughs> that timing was and then the thing is that like I, I, I was living in amsterdam at the time and i i just at that like that 93 is when i put out the bubble gum and like i just thought okay maybe a little earlier than that like 90 two to 93 kind of worked on that and it was like just a lot of good weed was happening it was weird it's like all of a sudden it's like kind of like yeah. music or something like that where just everything's killing it and then all of a sudden it sucks for 20 years <laughs> like nothing changes is the worst like <laughs> we're stuck in a loop right now you know it hasn't been it's like 1990 was when like hydro exploded like the indoor yeah. Yeah, and for me, that's like I was ninety, eighty nine, ninety is when I kind of got into the game, mm-hmm. and like hydro was the beginning, and then for me is when I started seeing crippy. But at that point, crippy in in Orlando was just a generic term for you had your regs, you had your hydro, which was better than the regs, and then the shining star was mm-hmm. the crippy, and crippy yeah. was at that point just a generic term for anything that was. Like you know, the shit above par. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Beyond just hydro. So, um, but I yeah I wasn't around. I heard you guys and the main reason talking about the roots of Crippy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is, the main the main reason is that we have your story is a real timeline because okay, you got that one seed, you grew that out. Burger took the fucking clone. Burger took a clone. Went to Josh. Josh grew that out, <laughs> gave it to you know, gave it to my friends, gave it to a few other people. All of a sudden, we know exactly how that web worked, and it just stayed real tight for a little while. Then it kind of once you let it go, it's like you're giving away a fucking copy machine, right? So people are growing it out. Right. They're, they're getting seeds here and there. They're fucking growing them out. Oh my god, look, we grew this thing. It's awesome. Oh, it's fucking Hermie. It's gonna make more seeds. And like we just keep replicating, replicating, re- replicating, and all of a sudden we have these fucking all these interrelated plants that are a lot of them are good and. Hopefully, you know they they've survived the the test. Yeah. Or we got a lot of young, fresh, well, was, fresh, weak genes. Yeah. It was so funny. Like the Kush is like the one strain that whoever got their hands on it anointed themselves the king. 
you know? So, like, hmm. the moment you got the kush, you were now the king of your circle. You know what I mean? And so, like, yeah. that was just, like, it was the kingmaker. You know what I mean? <laughs> that strain was just, it was what it was, you know? And that was, uh, yeah, that was my little part hey. of it. Hey, Alex. Awesome, man. Alex. <laughs> yeah. Okay, can you hear me? Uh, uh, Craig. Yeah. If you want, he says to for you somehow reach out to him and you guys can reconnect. I don't know how that can happen. Okay. I don't know if you're on Instagram or, or whatever. Or maybe you can DM me on Instagram and I'll get you guys so you guys can reconnect. And, and, okay. You, know, I guess you guys have been friends for a long time. I guess you guys can't get a hold of each other somehow. But just giving sure. you the message that he just texted me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll hit you up, I guess, on Instagram. Um, I'm the Grand Reserve on Instagram. So I'll, I'll you. hit you up. You'll, you know it's coming from me. Okay, awesome. So I just want to make sure yeah. before you hang up, I just my phone keeps kind of cutting in and out, and then you keep calling me back for some reason. So I just I didn't know if you would still be on the line, but I just wanted to make sure I got that to you. For some reason. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Yeah, I, um, it's been probably 20 years since I've spoken to him, so it'll be nice to catch oh. up. Awesome, sick, yeah. small world. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. Funny. So, <laughs> so from a genetic point of view, do we connect? Uh, so we do we connect like the TK when the Crippy in any, any way, shape, or form, or is it the uh, because? No, Crippy is not. Crippy has nothing to do with TK or OG. It's totally, totally. Yeah. Too, so we have no. Things. So we have no. There is no. There is no parallel. It's just it's just no parallel whatsoever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Good. Well, well, you need to try it then before you say that. <laughs> huh. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. You, it has nothing said to you do need with to try it before you say there's no relationship. Well, no, it has, it yeah, has nothing it would, to do with the crypto that I remember as crypto. All that shit came from the cut. Well, I mean, yeah. it, 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 it got polluted. It got polluted. It, it got polluted. It got polluted. It's unfortunate. You know, the whole the idea of the. I mean, no, but I'm just saying we still have the real original specimen. It's like you can try it, and there's no way you can try it and not think it's related to TK or OG. Like it's fucking dead on, but just dangerous, man. It's more, it's like basically a chemier OG. Mm -hmm. Just nasty. It's just overall just nastier on every angle. And this is just, but and this Versus is a, like I see TK as like sweetness. It's like TK is kind of like a sweet creaminess. Yeah. Like it's, it's dank. It's just it's not so gassy. And this one, that one that you got uh, access to, is that like a uh, an IBL or something like a. F6 IBL or is it? No, so so we've made S1s and whatnot, but I still have the original clone. Mm -hmm. So, like, I've shared the clone with multiple people within the community who have grown it next to Triangle Kush, who've grown it next to all these OG cuts, mm -hmm. and they all know why I don't grow those. Right. Because they, they're, like, over there, like, oh, I would just grow this one over it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's why I want Miami Mango to try it. Because most people who try Crippy for the first time realize to. it cripples you. I, it literally just ends your whole day right there on the spot. I, and then you're just I like, would love well, to somehow now put my what? fingers on it or my nose on it. And, and, and I hope if I go to Michigan, you can get a hold of that guy up there because I'm sure you know who it is. And he can possibly meet me on a Starbucks. Like I said, I'd well, if he doesn't come, to, I'm gonna tell, this is what I'm going to tell him. This is what I'm going to tell him. I'm going to tell him if he doesn't come through for you, Somebody else in Michigan is going to get the clip so that they will come through next time for when I need somebody to see it. Awesome. I, there's people all over like that got it. It's just like a couple people leaked it, and I don't know exactly 
who has what at this point. Yeah, I know. I asked another guy that I think got it from you uh, in Colorado, and then I asked her if he if he would part with it, and he said no. And then you know what? I asked people maybe one time, and if they say no, it's fully one hundred percent understandable because this this cut that I don't share. You know what I mean? Uh, so well, it's, I mean, a like no, said, it's a known, it's a it's a known known. I'll give you an example. A well-known breeder. I'm not going to say names. On Maui, just got stuck up at gunpoint like last year or this year for breeding with HP13 and dogs. Straight up, like with his family mm-hmm. in the house, and it was just like a fucked up deal. He moved he moved out of state like pretty much immediately. But it's like that that I shouldn't bet. exist within the cannabis community. But it's still people still have like. Crippy's not like that, but you know what I mean? Like, there's a reason I don't grow the dog or HP-13, you know? Not not because I can't get it, because I just, I know mm-hmm. the code in Hawaii about it. Right. I got like, you. don't breed with I it. Got if you. you have it, you don't breed with it, you don't share it. Just, you know how certain strains are. Yeah. Like I said, this bangle that I got, I mean, I've been sharing it only with four guys, and we've actually managed to keep it. I mean, I'm sure there's other mangoes out there and stuff like that, but this... Well, we gotta we gotta do a collab. Let me hit it with some. Let me send you some pollen. Yeah. I, I, I would love mango. to. I would I actually talked about it with Sunshine for a little while, and uh, I'm actually. Uh, I mean, I got a, I got something in the works in California that hopefully will, will work, and then I want to be able to use it as a breed. But, uh, and I know people are finicky about their stuff, and then I'd be willing to split the seeds with whoever wants to give me some pollen. This is certain. No, I don't want to split. I, I don't want to split. I just want a little couple to run through. My thing is to just share. I I already have locked in like fire ass genetics in the seed to where it's like I, if you tell me what you're looking for I can basically be like here here's this is what mm-hmm. you're going to do it just, if you want to go yeah. sweet you want to and, go I, gas, and I've go never jam. and I've never bred before I'm not a breeder I, I was going to I was going to you know have somebody walk me through it or wherever whenever I'm ready to do it and and just start you know getting my feet with it I, we, I've never I've, I've always been like a like a clone commercial you know, monocrop a whole freaking house. You no, know, run on a house at 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 pounds. Mm-hmm. And then, well, it's not financially never... smart to make seeds indoor. Like, that's just a dumb move. You make fun. I got you. But you're just making weight. You're just you're just pushing weight at that point. You're not, you're not making seed. Well, it's all about what your passion but, is, right? Yeah. Like, if you want to make a lot of medicine for people, you know, that's the route to go, to go yeah. from clone. I mean, it's very rare to find somebody who wants to make seed. Nowadays, it's, it's becoming a whole new, uh, you know, avenue. When I was living in Holland, I was, like, making seed, you know, sometimes sometimes by mistake, sometimes like in, on purpose. And you, like, ma- you made the bubble gum, right? I've heard yeah. you say that a few times. Yeah. No, I mean, I put it out yeah, to the world. I put it work, out to the world. Great work on the Indi- yeah. the Indiana, right? The that, that's what I was going to ask. <clears throat> yeah, the Indiana. That's what we have. Is that the same bubble? It's it's a tough it's a, it's a it's a weird one because it's one of those things where there's a guy out there who's going to take all the bubble gums and test them all and try to figure it out but the thing is that I put it out as a seed uh in 93 so I made my own seed called a bubble gum it was from a plant called bubble gum but the plant was called bubble gum from a a, a guy that I know who who lived in in Rhode Island who knew a guy who came from Illinois right but I thought he said Indiana, so I said <laughs> I put it out in my in my adver- in my advertisement in 1993. It says from Indiana to New England to Amsterdam, boom, 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 boom. That was like my intro, yeah. right? To try to like put everybody on the map in some stupid well, way. Fire, that was a fire strain because I'm a pot snob, and like I remember it was all Urkel, 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 
and these batches of bubble gum showed up, and it was just like, okay. Yeah, like, and, and I mean, we, we had, had the load different stuff coming, but well, we that had, was the one where you're like, yeah, we had a whole, we had a whole, we, we had a whole range that we. Oh, uh, that's we, fucking sweet. We had a whole range that we selected, and then I got broken into, lost every plant except for one plant. So I kind of narrowed my fucking plants down. <laughs> I didn't have any more that's plants. So, that's that 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 so bad about the. That was my breeding project. Laws. Like they need to allow something just for making seeds. Yeah, well, in a way, in a way, when I was living in Holland, it was like there was a sort of legal route, but nobody really. You had to be either really big, or fuck it around because everything. Most people do things illegal there. Um, now they just finally have their first legal weed being grown to go into shops, like now <laughs> because they watched everybody else and went oh shit we could do Oops. that we could do that but uh, anyway no that whole bubblegum story was interesting because the whole indiana and illinois debacle which is me explaining that i didn't know my friend my friend said uh he said illinois and i thought i thought he said indiana, indiana. so i was like oh yeah you know oh yeah i was like that's kind of fucked up and now I met guys from Indiana that came by and you know patted me on the back and said, "Thanks for putting us on the map, bro." <laughs> you know, so I, I don't know. <laughs> That's funny how it got misconstrued because, like, literally, like when we seen it, it was like, "This is a '98 Indiana level gun," and you're just like, okay. "Were you trading so seeds then, with like, Sobel?" I, I didn't really research like where it came from, but I know it came from. I know you were like the original breeder. I don't know if it was your pheno or what. I just thought it, was it was a, really like I said, breed. it wasn't a true true breeding project. It was more of a like a major selection down to a final seven and then broken into and killed and sabotaged and all that bullshit. And then like, okay, I got one and number three. Yeah. But at that point in that <laughs> time frame wise, that's still making moves right there. That yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was just, it was a little learning curve. It was a learning curve of like, Oh, they really like, cause I, I people <laughs> wanted it. And I was like, nah, I'm not going to sell it. Nah, nah. And then I had a partner who was like, Oh, I'll sell it. <laughs> he was like, I'll sell it 10 grand. Huh? And he told me, he told me that people owned it at one point. And I was like, no, they don't. So I'm sure it was just like one of those deals where it was just like, Oh, okay. So people just were like, no, I paid 10 grand to some guy and I'm just fine. And, my my place was fucking looted, you know. I'm pretty sure I smoked the flower that Soma grew from your bubblegum seed in '94 in Eugene. Oh I mean, well, yeah, that could happen. Yeah, yeah I mean, because no, yeah, because yeah, he it was it was yeah. that was and that was sorry first, that was fire back then. That was the first batch, so that was that was probably the best. Yeah, <laughs> that, was that was really good. <laughs> that was like the whole. <laughs> yeah, those are the first first runs like the F1. I wish I got to try that batch. We only seen the '98 batch. Yeah, no, we we kept going, and that was like our our literally our best plant as far as you know, most consistent and just like all right that because I the whole deal was you smoked it you smoked it and you walked out of the room and you came back like four hours later and you're like dude who just smoked some weed yeah, yeah. you're like you're uh-huh. like you're like oh, no that's your weed that you smoked four <laughs> hours ago and you're like wow it really stinks in here like i like that that's good like it was like kind of like satisfying in that sense gotta I, bring gotta bring the bubble gum back i, I should try and find a cut of that when i have it no i have it back i got it. it there's a show um i don't know about two years ago a year and a half ago where I got a, I got the, the cut back from the same guy that was with me when my place got broken <laughs> into, broken into. So like I know that oh, so you like, got it. Man. Yeah. So when I revegged this one little plant, I gave him a cut and I and I forgot all about it. He just like, hey, I got your cut still, and I was like, what? Hey, that's how it works, man. Yeah. I almost lost my sapphire like that. Luckily, I gave it. I rooted a cut in my window just to show my wife, like, watch, I'm gonna root this in the window. Yeah. This is how my dad guys learned how to clone back in the day, but just by accident. And then. um yeah, I gave it to my friend, and somehow when I lost it from traveling to Washington, setting up rows, I was like, "Hey, buddy, I need that back." And he still had it. 
Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. We've got yeah, Indiana bubble gum. Hopefully I don't through, travel. Uh, What's that? So we've got the Indiana. Um, I got it from Cecil Crabtree back in the day, and I'm, I'm assuming it's the same one. It is just unbelievable. I freaking love it. It's it's hard it's hard to know, and it's kind of interesting, but at the same time, like. I get kind of like sad when people that I know for a fact are using mine and just calling Indiana because they don't want to fucking give me no credit because they're like, hey, I'm giving you credit, man. No <laughs> You're like, all right, whatever. Yeah. Dude. Indiana, from Indiana. I'm like, it's fucking Illinois anyway. And they're like, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's a long story. I can't so it's really the Illinois. It's really the Illinois bubblegum. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> So, That's right. <laughs> gotcha. so it makes it kind well, of well. It's important to know those things because you try to give credit to the guy yeah. who was basically risking it to fucking. Well, the funny part was is the guy who have it later. The guy and the and the thing is the guy who sold my friend weed. He told him he's like, every so often you're gonna get a seed. I'll give you ten bucks back if you bring me like four seeds. Make back, the check out to the Adam Dunn show. I'll fucking take forty bucks <laughs> off. Like he was literally like he knew that he had like a seed coming off of every so often. Like it was just that kind of weed where I had just like one every ounce or so, and he'd be like, oh, "I'll give I'll give you ten bucks. I'll take it back." And he's like, "No, I'll just keep these." So he kept like hundred and thirty five. Brought them to Amsterdam lived with me for like six months and i just said yeah i don't need to grow your bullshit you know i'd grow my own shit and then i was like all right one day i was like let me grow your stuff and then he went and, get, and hurt himself and went home for like two or three months when he came back i'd already did the first selection that was on the second you know second round and was like oh shit we got something interesting here you know that's and the that's, fire and that was just like the whole point you bring good weed all the good weed came from america or it was at least you know came from all over a lot of it came from Holland but it was selected in America because Americans love weed you know now it's the whole world and not everybody loves weed they just love money <laughs> that's the big problem mm-hmm. well, I really, really like really weed. good weed that's the True. best part about the best specimen to find <laughs> yeah like what do you, do you guys all think that do you guys all think GMO is pretty solid like the garlic cookies because from <sighs> In my opinion, that stuff, every sample I've seen is solid. Um, as far as crossing with it, oh. I mean, we have a cross uh, in our new pack from uh, Sage Against the Machine. So, I mean, there is there's some good phenos of it for sure. It's it's pretty, and it's recognizable. Like, if you, if you other people cross with it, you can kind of see it, especially in the growth pattern. And when you're, like, if it's, like, really freshly, but, you know, you can see the whole bud and it's all proper if it's not just all. <laughs> Mash- that thing's a beast. It's, it's pretty- a beast. The mangoes a beast. I want to breed those two and call it rotten mangoes. <laughs> there you go. I've seen your post on that. You should. No, I <laughs> Because that that thing produces like a beast, and the mango produces like a beast. I can only imagine what that thing would fucking produce like. But yeah, call it rotten mangoes. If anything came good out of that. You know, there's a couple of yeah, things that I, I want to. As soon as I tried GMO, I was like, "Okay, I need the cut. Where's the where's the BX seeds from Skunk Master Flex? Okay, <laughs> let's see what we can do here." Yeah. Hey, it's the first you thing we got to do. Like, this shit's good, and you tried it, and you're like, "Okay, yeah, this is definitely pretty good." So, um, okay, so I mean, the thing is, like I was saying before, I was running the timeline of the. Okay, so we got the. The OG that we all know that people have used for a bunch of different crosses, which has become like, you know, that we, we 100% know that Josh is Well, is that officially the ghost cut or the Josh D cut? Definitely, like what's the def- real name behind it? Definitely the ghost uh, and definitely the, because he already confirmed on his show and said, yeah, yeah, that's the same. So that we know. And uh, so then you see if anybody's working. Yeah, so we, our little ma- map, we can kind of see that a lot of the main lines that people are running with that are 
like thinking they have something different are pretty much the same cut. Um, then at the same time, we have the TK, and we have all the other stuff that's like out there that is definitely closely related in the sense that like if you were, you know, not understanding, the, like if you saw it like side by side and maybe you might notice a slight difference, but pretty damn close. So there was a lot of weed that was, I think that this lightly seeded fucking <laughs> South Cal weed that, or, you know, so uh, South Florida weed that just got smart people wanted to grow at the right time, you know, so I don't know. It seems like there was a lot of, and then that's why there's like so much confusion on the crippy because the crippy just got used for anything good, and a lot of there's a lot of good weed being grown, but you know, I mean, it just seems like it's a money-driven thing to me, pretty much. It, it you know what people are going to describe good weed the way they describe the last good weed they had, and if the last good weed they had was crippy, then they're going to call the next good weed crippy, and then yeah. now you've got kind bud. Like I said, dead tour, it was either kind or commercial. You didn't want commercial. You always wanted kind bud, and but there wasn't. You didn't. You never know what the strain was. I mean, it's throughout the nineties. It just. I, I'm sure I smoked some of your bubble gum on tour. I just didn't know it was bubble gum. We just called. Did you have kind bud? Yes. Okay. Let's talk. Yeah. And that's how it worked. I think that's. I mean, that is the thing. Yeah. Is if you've got good weed and your weed becomes really popular, then your your weed gets, you know, fraudulent. Well, Somebody it blows up and makes a name for it, and people try yeah. to imitate it. Oh yeah. It, and and it, it depends on like is like you have to grow something that's like a mutant or something like that or something that has some really like I love those fucking uh, those proper uh, what, what's those one mutant plants from Australia or whatever those crazy ones the bastards is yeah, all yeah Australian the, bastards yeah are yeah, mm-hmm. yeah those ABC. things are, those things are great like you look at those and you're like all right now that is something no one's gonna fucking deny you're like that's my plant <laughs> so, so i mean if you can do something <laughs> like that and make something like really interesting that's when you kind of like want to maybe get super uh, you know that's one way you could like mark them without having to mark them like but at the same time you kind of almost have to as a breeder be happy when people use your stuff and just hope that like like with crippy i think it was like uh if your weed was sold as crippy then you must have done a good job so people are you know lucky but if you couldn't call it crippy it was so bad they couldn't even sell it as crippy and it was fresh homegrown down in florida (laughs) you'd be like wow that's some crap (laughs) like that's instantly like you're cut off that's a cut off line almost um so i mean it's yeah it's one of those tough it's a tough call to say and in in a relation to uh alex uh og and the other ogs out there in the TK, what do you think about that? Like, is there like, I mean, second cousins, or are there? I mean, is it just all coincidence that everything's around ninety one, ninety two, ninety three, or was there like a true mother of this whole thing? Anybody have any ideas? They they got. Well, I mean, in I've my opinion, they gotta, gotta be related. They gotta be related to 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 that same. I mean, we're, we're talking about a, a, a four hundred mile radius here of all these. You know what I mean? Um, you know, mm-hmm. Got to be some, some logic would say there. that they all they they have a common ancestor somewhere in their past. Yeah. And do you? Th- I mean, seeds came and, from somewhere. And, and super kawaii. I mean, you think the connection is like from? I mean, the island is obviously hundred percent. I've grown. Is where all the I've grown all three of the cuts, and like I said, I only grow crippy now because I've made my choice of like what I want to do, you know. But as mm-hmm. far as like I said, they're related. Hundred hmm. percent. Like you smell them and taste them and see them grow, they're related. And absolutely. 
Okay, and the ones you have, and the ones you have are three separate lines completely. Like you think on their own. Like are they not? They're not really like cousins and sisters and all that. Or I think I think the ghost is like a straight S one, and then I think the TK is like something mixed into it. So I, I don't know what the timeline is as far as the Triangle Kush come before Ghost and all. Like I don't know that. Yeah, I mean that that. I'm that, from Hawaii, so. I mean, to me, I had never heard of the Triangle Kush until probably the mid '90s. Was like the first time I I heard it. I first heard about it on Instagram. A little bit later, the the late '90s. It was (laughs) Central Florida. It was certainly popular from the late '90s. And you know, originally it was called. It was just called Triangle. It wasn't called Triangle Kush. Exactly right. Exactly right. The angle. You're right. Right, and people, I think, tried to make a connection to it um, once they saw some similarities and then started adding Triangle Kush. Mm -hmm. Um, But that wasn't until, you know, several years ago. It wasn't, I don't even know if Triangle Kush was used in the 90s. I think it was just Triangle. Um, And and as a matter of fact, like, through the same circle, um, predating the Triangle, I used to get Blue Triangle in the early to mid nineties, and then it disappeared. Well, the trippy, so the that trippy was, the was called blue thing. trippy. Just was to add that there. Like my dad's got was the blue, and then there was the red, which is the one um, DK really? I believe received. But well, I mean, when you do a yeah. pheno hunt, any real so any was, real it, was it blue? Is, so was it blue you, triangle? When you do your pheno hunt, you don't give away your number one. You was give it, away your number two? Was it blue triangles and and red triangles or anything? Like we that? just called it blue trippy. Blue Crippy. We just called it Blue Crippy, yeah. Red Crippy. Yes, that was still... Like I said, I don't know what the name... Like, I was born in 84, so in 86 I was 2, so the information I was giving uh, was oh, my dad. You should dad know? Away you should, I, seven. I thought you'd be slanging it by 2 at least, right? You'd be like, alright, I'm in charge of all this <laughs> well, shit. I have, pictures of me garden- I have pictures of me gardening in a diaper and shit. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, you could have... Like, not... I can't... I if remember, it's color-coordinated, you may have been in charge. You may have actually been in charge and not even realize. You'd be like, blue... I could just do colors, <laughs> guy. I'm not beyond colors yet. <laughs> let me take yeah, care of the... Let me take care well, of that. Well, I know the, they called the one the red. They called yeah. the one the red because they stuck red thread in the bud because uh-huh. this one patch is getting robbed, right? Sure. And so they basically they put the red thread in there. So mm-hmm. if someone stole it, like when it dries, like it's going to look like it's noticeable, but not like mm-hmm. immediately noticeable. You kind of have to know the person put it in there. Sure. Oh, that's funny. So it's like an easy way if someone stole your crop, you're like, you fucking guy. Right. You didn't get no seed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's crazy. So, um, so the so the triangle was just a code thing, or it was um, so beyond. You think it was used for? Cause we, I thought we had a connection on the, on that uh, at one time, Alec, with who was supplying that. You know, I mean, I know you know where you know I, when I originally got that um, seed from the bag from Craig. Um, when I started growing, you know, they basically saw that I was able to pull off some good stuff. And then, so that circle started growing. Mm-hmm. And in that time period, you know, Craig had become aware that, you know, I had the Kush at that point, it was known as the Kush. And I knew they were, they the had seat. then started growing something called the triangle, but I had never seen the triangle. I had just heard about it mm-hmm. at that point. Um, 
So the Wasn't triangle the definitely triangle from like the, the same bag or something of seed or a different no, bag similar. No. No. Yeah, it wasn't the same bag. No, not at all. There was just one seed. So you said one, you said one only, in your super knot is what the OG came from, or the Kush. Correct. The only other thing that I could think of might be a possibility was, you know, my buddy, my partner that decided everything that belonged to him. Maybe <laughs> a seed might have to. come out of that, um, and maybe he gave Craig a seed that came out of that at a later point. But the triangle probably you didn't show up. You should ask your until... buddy about two people. Well, he's not my buddy anymore. <laughs> I no <laughs> doubt. I say, Far people, from it, right? <laughs> <Bummer George>. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I so uh, I but I I do know that like Craig and them were really wanting to get the Kush from me, so I assumed they were two different cuts. But like at that point, I kind of severed ties with that group just because. You know, I'm. I was a lot more private. I wanted to stay away from anybody else that had anything to do with anything. Growing up in Florida, I know you guys that are from Florida get it. <laughs> yeah. And so the same I as kinda, same as Rhode. If you're with a bunch away. of Rhode Island people, it's the same. We're like, I wouldn't hang out with any of you guys. Or would be scared. <laughs> no yeah. worries. Yeah, you know, none of you. Florida, Florida was weird. Got to be careful. You got to be totally on your own secret. Yeah, you got to be all like. You wouldn't. You wouldn't tell your best friend you were growing weed. You always tell them that somebody else is growing it for you. I mean, like I said, yeah. that was I plan to get you three, layers you know, of lies. Minimum mandatory. Hundred percent. Yeah, twenty-five for twenty-five. Shit. Yeah. My best. My best friend's the one that held me up. So I learned that lesson. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sort of. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I took a. Yeah. Exactly. And, and that's crazy because the thing is. Nowadays, they don't really hold you up with like actual guns, but they'll still rob you pretty much blind. You know, and it's like it's it's yeah. it's crazy how the industry is not as uh, for a lot of the guys who have been in a long time like ourselves. It's kind of weird because it's like you'd think it's be the best days of our lives. Like, woo! It's almost like the opposite where you're like, oh, the more that goes on, the less you want to get involved. And you if you're already need involved, a lawyer. If you're already involved, you're, you're already like up to your neck and like ah, this Fuck. is crazy. Because it's like, uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's a weird industry, isn't it? These are the yep. scariest days of our lives. <laughs> yeah, now that, now they're talking <laughs> with a pen, pen and paper. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, big, the biggest problem is like the whole, like, if you look at Phylos and all of what's happened with the grassroots of genetic collecting and like, there's no respect left really in the game or very few, very yeah. little. Yeah, I, it's weird. I actually talked to, the, I was outside, sitting outside the, um, outside the uh, convention there with uh, MJ BizCon, and I talked to one of the guys from Phylos, and I didn't recognize him at first, and he was, like, actually wearing a Phylos jacket, and I was like, dude, what are you doing? Like, he's like, oh, I'm just trying to collect. I've known him for years. In case I get any hate, you know, yeah. I just want to I just wanna be ready, you know, and I was like, wow, you're, like, wearing the Phylos shirt, a jacket, not even a shirt, like a proper jacket. It's like, oh, damn. What do you mean? But he had his badge saying he was with Phylos, didn't he? Oh, no, he, he did. I know, yeah. I know he did. But in general, it was one of those, like, wow. He's, and and, and gen- what was really yeah. funny was if, if you listen to the show, I told him, I said, just stay away from weed and go deal with hemp because that's your kind of people, you know what I mean? They're like big ag mentality <laughs> and stuff because weed people really don't want their shit blown up too big. It sounds fun for a minute, but then when it really happens, you're like, ugh. It's ruined. <laughs> you don't like. You don't really want your. Well, if you commercialize it, you're taking away the medicinal properties from the plant. I think so. Or limiting so. them. 
Yeah. Well, you're also putting yourself right. in or a position a where a lawyer crop, can take totally it from different you. Different than a commercial crop. Quality goes down pretty quick when you're dealing with the large quantities there, anyway. I do believe. Well, it's more of just the corporations. You can grow really good. I've seen people like Goldleaf Gardens, no-till, you know, in-beds, all-organic, large-scale, like, you know, you can do it. It's just a lot more work. The investors don't want to pay yeah. the extra man hours. They're like, Miami Mango, Mango Tech. Chomp, chomp. <laughs> You're exactly right. I mean, and, and that's what it's about. Yeah. You're exactly right. I mean, they're they're about production and, you know, uniformity. Everything exactly the same. It's, you know, it's cookie yeah. cutter at that point. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing is that's what they and, and they all want monocropping and simple simplicity because nobody really wants. Well, to. recreational. I think re, I think recreational weed and medicinal weed need to be have to line defined and then the industry may survive. Yeah, I think if I not, think you're right about that. Yeah, I mean, we're not there yet. That's the thing is like when you make because uh, we can grow like in scale, it's amazing. You know what I mean? Like if you really you let somebody here, here's a couple seeds. Here's like you know. 30 seeds go to go to go to town in, in like less than a year you could hand that guy buckets and buckets of seeds and be like let's go man you know what i mean and if we actually laid those down and put them into fucking the ground that's like acres and an acre that's like t- miles square miles at, at the end of the year oh yeah and you did that all in your little well, i want to see you could do i want to see that people start doing like <laughs> massive pheno hunts because like if people get really good genetics that are like solid you know what you're going to get and you do a thousand plants you know, hunt, 500 pound, you know, hunt, you're going to find just like yeah. well, way better stuff than what's currently circulating. Sure. And, 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 uh, we're finally there because before it was like, no way, but now you can, you, if you can get people on point, but the thing is then you got to like, uh, connect that with a extraction place that makes sense because at the end of the day, you want to keep about one tenth of one percent of any of that stuff that you're running because if you try to keep more you'll be going nuts yeah we do like eat everything oh, like and 200 of those and 400 of these you know because that's the whole thing about breeding i think is the hardest point when you really do like a hundred thousand pheno hunt you got to nar- narrow that down to like a hundred you know what i mean at the end like you can't be or maybe a little more but that's like a you know maybe 100 150 plants at the end because if you try to do any more you're gonna go insane you know what i mean because yeah, that's a major undertaking. Oh, really? I know, I know exactly what you're talking <laughs> you're about. You're like, okay, now I have to do this 380 times. Now you have to do it like a lot. You have to do a lot of work. To what do you mean? I have to go take 500, you know, clones. After, when I got the phone with you guys, I had to go clone 500 fucking seats. I, I, know, <laughs> I know what you mean. But, and labeling is like the most important thing. and It's the hardest thing because we're all like, oh, my God, labels. I'm the worst. Me and my, me and my mom yeah. have fights all the time because – I, I go to her place and I'm usually like working super late and then like I do really good until like the last maybe like t- hour which is like super late and then like three four in the morning and I'll just be like I'll what does le- that say I'll leave something and she she's like a hawk she comes in the next morning and notices every little fucking like all the things I fucked up on like oh shit you forgot to turn that off but anyway yeah you got to have that relationship the worst is when you get too stoned and you flood your room forgetting that you. Now we're filling the fucking thing. <laughs> if you didn't do that, that's my you've never grown. Always. If you haven't done that, you've never grown weed. That's like my kind of like that's my. Oh, thing. I, put, I I knew to put PVC baseboards and all all the waterproof shit seals. I knew already. I and think you got to shop back it out. It's just a bit. I always put a float. I would put one of those float deals in, in like pretty much from late nineties or something like that. I kind of got sick of doing it. I, I did it some crazy places where you were like lucky to fucking 
fire department show up because it was like yeah, I mean, hundreds of gallons on the third ever. floor. <laughs> like, oh, fuck. You know, running through the main <laughs> <done all. laughs> Yeah, that would just be instantly like, ball, like turn you in, probably. Yeah. No, we've had, I've seen it. I've seen all that. And that's like the, and that's the thing about growing in general is like to keep all these strains uh, straight. I mean, like I said, we kind of, you know, it'd be nice to say, one particular strain is or you know it actually came from 100 percent from one place that'd be good but at the same time i'd kind of like to think that that maybe uh there was a lot of good hawaiian genetics coming into florida in general because there was like when i was a kid too like when i was in the mid 80s growing it was like i could get some hawaiian seeds not many of them but just like from weed that Apparently a few here and a few there. People collected Hawaiian. I got Afghan. I got like kind of like real rudimentary shit, which I was like happy. But it, I tried to grow them all in one phototron. <laughs> so <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, that's a bad idea. That's a really bad idea. I was like, oh, so, something must die. You're so <laughs> dating yourself right now. Yeah, I was like, six, I was like you. 15 years old. So I was like <laughs> trying to do this thing. And I had two of them, and I was trying I to, like... I wanted one so bad. Yeah. Everyone, everyone wanted one of those. So <laughs> yeah, but how are you going to get it shipped to your parents' so house? <laughs> yeah, I got two. I got one for me and one for my friend, and, like, he just said, you can keep it at your house. And so I built a whole room for him. And when I built the whole room, and I was, like, and I was like making it kind of, like, sort of work, all of a sudden it worked too good. Then I had to, like, take out half of them, and I was like, oh, I was trying to make it all, and I was, like, trying to customize shit and add more fans and do stupid shit, and then I, at one point, it caught on fire, and then Oops. I had to, like, <laughs> like oh, it, caught, it caught on fire and melted, and I had to, like, send it back, and it was, it was, a, it was like, the first and first long lesson in cannabis, which is, like, right when I was, right when I was super happy, too, I was like, yeah, this could work. <laughs> That caught on fire, but then right after that, I built a little room in the room that I'd already built because I was like, wait a minute, I just built a room for this fucking this stupid thing that caught on fire. I should just use the room. And that was my first little grow, but it was always a burnt grow, so they had a weird vibe. You learned something. <laughs> it, was a, it was a weird <laughs> one. <learning> experience. <laughs> Um, so anyway, we gotta, we're gonna wrap, wrap it up, I think, because we've got uh, to do some, uh, still some <laughs> shout outs and stuff like that. And uh, mom is giving us the look. But yeah, I was just saying earlier that I think the deal is that we all understand that, like you know, Crippy is is uh, was its time frame too. It was also like understanding, like like if you grew up in the East Coast and you had good weed, it probably came like a lot of times came from that area, and it was like. N- no, I noticed it when I came back because like I, I left in 87 and I had the best weed but it was all imported weed and like Jamaican and fucking all this other stuff that I could get off my friends because they all worked on boats and it was like oh I got this I got that had hash had all sorts of stuff that people couldn't get then I came back and all of a sudden it was like whoa shit where'd this all come from you know <laughs> what I mean and I saw my friend who yeah, was a complete idiot growing, growing really good weed in like 93 and I was like whoa if you're growing good, better weed than I'm growing almost like I was like hey how's that happen so it was really, it was uh, pretty pretty crazy. It was one of those, like, noticeable differences in time for Florida. So you're lucky people. You're a lucky group of people, I'd have to say. <laughs> Thank you. Definitely. It's a give and yeah. take. We, I thought um, we were going to have TK Origin on at one point. I don't think he made it. Uh, but I want to do a show with him at some point because he also, you know, kind of fit. That's the thing is, like, also with uh, – you know, the whole Kush story is that Kush got 
the same sort of thing as the Crippy, almost like. Well, he he grew. He he's the one that gave Craig that weed. Uh huh. Oh yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah, yeah, no. Craig, I, I, Craig, Craig got Craig got that patch from TK from from the guy you're talking about. All right, from okay, cool. That guy, yeah. He got that from that guy, and then Craig gave it to to Alec. I so got you. That is right. Okay. No, that's you know awesome. yeah. yeah. Just to make that clear. Okay. So, so no. And I want to. I want to add one thing. The the water walkers <laughs> that shall not be named. Um, <laughs> <keep it working. laughs> that whole crew. That whole crew is the same crew that we were talking about. Nice. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that, and, that, and that's again uh-huh. like you know uh, I think through. And, and that's really cool because the thing about it, with genetics and stuff and breeding is that a lot of it, especially with cannabis, it's like it's all about so much testing, right? And if you're in with a crew of people who smoke good weed and understand good weed, it's like you go through shit real fast. Like you, you can amazingly, if somebody like grew like 100 strains, you, you could like narrow it down to five in a in it's fast faster than you can imagine because you'd be like this is to this because people are real picky about everything uh, like whenever I bring anything out new it's usually you know it has to be at least tested one or two t- uh, generations and like with a lot of different people for different re- reasons because otherwise if you don't do that you're kind of like okay that's not smart you know because at the end of the day people are picky you know as fuck you're like holy shit <laughs> opinionated <laughs> snobbish Very, more snobbish than ever you know yeah. Uh, so I think that mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's kind of one of those things where it just it was a natural uh, selection in a good way, you know, from uh, yeah. b- because the right people do the right thing, and, and then smoking weed is it's hard work, man. I feel like I feel like I'm sitting here the whole night with. I want to thank you guys for having me on the show too. I appreciate you guys reaching out. I had yeah. a great time. Good, yeah. good two hours to kill for sure. Awesome, appreciate it. Well, before you go, hold good on. To meet you, I'm. I'm the one out of my element here. You guys, I feel like if somebody zapped the phone right now with the exclusion of me, yeah. we'd lose half the knowledge of the cannabis genetics community <laughs> no. in, on the planet. <laughs> and uh, I, th- this this will be one. Myself, I'm sure that this one will be yeah, listened to a long time because there was there, yeah, a fountain of did. information got communicated here, especially what not to say and what to say in regards now to. Now everyone knows. Cer- <laughs> well, we have to, we forget here in Colorado because it's been legal here for so and long we have nothing oh uh, yeah us. there's only like yeah <laughs> but but far from water like fun water. there's no water <laughs> there's here. no fun water there's only water water <laughs> no but but water. it's not <laughs> legal <laughs> everywhere across the country water. but it will be there's frozen water there and they, and they walk on that too yeah uh, that's true they would do a lot of that <laughs> but not so much anymore not so much yeah. anymore now it's just like they have rivers they have a lot of rivers here it's a lot of river rafting that's what they walk or slide yeah. down slide down it so uh, thank all you guys. Uh, so we, uh, who's still on the line? We got we got Alex still, or we got we got everybody. Okay. Yep, I'm, I'm, I'm on here. I'm yeah, gonna, I'm hop off. Aloha, boys. All right. Aloha, man. So that's Later, super thank cool. you so super, much. Super cool. Jumping off. Aloha. Peace. Aloha. Alex, don't forget to reach thank out you guys. so I can connect you with your uh, Alex. Don't forget to reach out so I can connect you with your old buddy. <laughs> okay, sounds good. I appreciate it for sure. All right, boss. All right, fellas. I appreciate thank you guys. guys. Thank you guys. All right, bye bye. Happy holidays, guys. Likewise. Well, there we go. So we, Thanks we, for we, hang, dude. we, uh, yeah, I got a good one. we, uh, we got Miami Mango, I guess, still on the line, right? Yeah, Jerry's yeah, yeah, here. Sure. Cool, cool. So, uh, 
guess your your handle is already blown. I already blew your handle by just calling you that like every time. You just have to put a dot somewhere, and you're pretty much you, right? So, <laughs> so if people want to find you, <laughs> there goes your IG feed. <laughs> your IG feed is just <laughs> blown, bro. There we go. Yep, there At it is. Miami period mango. Perfect. Uh, sounds like like you've been through a lot of stuff, which is you know, and and just the whole thing about doing things over and over again and doing it right is. Uh, you learn so many <laughs> shortcuts and things that are like, you know, at the end of the day, you're like, damn, that's like, that saved somebody so much time yeah. and energy. And I always love those things. I love when I walk into a room and I'm like, somebody's been doing this for a while because they just fucking figured out, oh, yeah, why would some help? It, yeah. Well, no, they just had their shit fucking done right. Done, done right, bro. Done right. They had it done right. That's good shit. Well, that's kind of why I kind of went into Instagram is, I mean, everybody's seen weed, but... <clears throat> You know, when, when you when you could back in the day, you couldn't really uh, expand the pictures on Instagram. You had to screenshot them, and then you had to expand them on your gallery to see how to see how you know. I mean, I still learn from Instagram. I still learn every day. I mean, I don't know it all, and I look at these builds that people were doing, and I go, Oh, I see they did that, they did that, or you know, and you know, you kind of make your own twist on it. So we all learn every day. Not never done learning. That's right, my friend. That's pretty much what right. it's all about. Never done learning. See, there you go. Oh, there you go. throw that one out there. That's a whole new. That's a whole new one for me. Whole new. Whole new. Whole you get new a discount at Max's and at Chloe's. You're <laughs> never done, learning. Done, never done learning. Never done learning. Uh, thanks, guys. Mm-hmm. For, uh, so, who else we got? We got. Uh, uh, What's up, Jerry's still here. Jerry's still there. Hey, Jerry's. Jerry. He was supposed to hang I'm in. Still this, here. He's like, fuck it. I'm hanging in for the whole thing, man. <laughs> Oh, yeah, thanks for right. thanks for uh, instigate. It was just poking me a little bit and saying you should have. Uh, that's right. Yeah. Thank uh, you for having me again. And uh, you know anybody can find me on Instagram, Strawberry Jerry eight zero two or eight zero two. Awesome. Awesome. Find, you know, all the information there. So. Cool. Uh, I'm sure yeah. Mark will post Thank it. Thank you, sir. Strawberry Jerry eight zero two. Happy can't, holidays. Happy New Year. Can't wait to run into you again soon. Uh, yeah. Talk soon. Oh, absolutely. You. For sure. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Uh, all right, and uh, who All else? Right, we, uh, yeah. And who else we got? Who else we got? Anybody else? Oh, it might be just me. That was it. I think a bunch of people signed off on that first one. Oh. I think that was the time to sign off. Oh yeah. man, that's I was, okay. That's just that's, that's why right. I laughed because I thought everyone signed off. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. That's right. We got mango still on the line. That was no? great. Everyone's gone. No, they're they're all done. Everyone's gone. Okay, thought I heard. No, they never, never done. Okay, so what are we doing about the uh, what are we doing about the giveaway? Are we doing giveaway today's giveaway? Because it's the last day of the month, isn't it? Officially. Yeah, today's the today's day. And you posted it online, and yeah. so did I. I, I yeah, exactly. So and I got a good email, I think. Oh shit! <laughs> wait, should we do shoutouts oh, before that? No, you need. Well, yeah, we need to do shoutouts first. Okay. So okay, so you you got. You got things right, ready to roll. I wasn't sure. I just kinda had this feeling that Have maybe you were like, whatever. No, no. We're not, are we doing it? Uh, of course we're doing it. Uh, all right. Main sponsor. Number one, straight out of the gate. Got to be loyal. Uh, How's uh, it work, right? You know, you know what the word is, right? And we're going to call you or yeah, right? you sent your phone them. number in, right? Because that was the big thing the first show I was on is that everybody forgot to put their phone number on the email. Just so, yeah. And uh, those guys, you just got the. Actually, we, we, we've been seeing some fucking deals where we've been like, oh, people have been going, like, damn, I got the done deal hard at the fucking new millennium. I was like, what are they doing? I have no idea. That's the funny part. It's not like people are getting some. 
You might be getting some crazy deals. Well, what do you like, think it is? Like twenty percent, fifty percent? Whole barrel, just like you roll the barrel. Damn. Yeah. Whole Dig barrel. it. Now we're never done here. The Adam Never Done Show. We do <laughs> shout-outs, so you don't even have to listen if you don't like shout-outs. you be like, I hate shout-outs. But if you're interested, because, you know, they could change. Who knows? Because this guy, this guy's going to be out hunting for, hunting for new I'm, things. I'm putting the tentacles out already. He's, out, he's already like, whoa, what can I get? Hey, Denver, Denver, uh, uh, Dave, Denver, did Mike Denver, did you call uh, Breckenridge Organic Therapy that day? He did. All right, sweet. He, give yeah. them a call. They still give me the whole, uh, we want to know your demographics. How many people are we going to get? We're gonna ha- it would have to be a they certain got one, number of... If they got one damn guy... According to them, it needs to be a whole lot more because I don't know, but... They said that? I, I guess I don't understand the whole advertising industry or anything like that. I'm just sort uh, of saying, you know, hey, you know, we use a little support. We, we mention need, you on the well, show. We use a tour bus. So anyway, <laughs> New Millennium. No, that's live well money. NewMillenniumNutrients.com. Done deal. New millennium. Ask for it. Yeah, you do that. Do the, de- do the deep NewMillennium.com. Yeah. Okay, sounds great. <laughs> uh, <coughs> you can go uh, to them anytime. Also, check out their calendar. They have a, they have a built-in calculator, so you can check out, like, oh, I got this much space, this many plants, I want to do this. Bing, bang, pow. tells you exactly what you got, what you need, which is super handy, and a store finder. So check them out. And... Our friends over at Incredibles. I love Incredibles.com. I love Incredibles. Great edibles, my favorites. And they are uh, definitely uh, the best edibles that I've seen and tasted in the whole fucking place. And also consistent. And that's what that's the key to the whole thing. It's all about consistency. And that's why we love them. And uh, I think they're getting the done deal figured out soon. It's going to be some. There's going to be some new products come the new year, I believe. I don't know if it's necessarily they're not accepting the done deal. Colorado kind of sucks for well, offering well discounts like you that. You can't do it because it doesn't really work within their guidelines. So it's kind of right. one of those deals. So it would be like a done deal where it would be like maybe like a certain drop or something. something it's going to be something where it's going to be doable and uh, we're going to get it done. That's how we do it. Maybe Adam will sign each chocolate bar for you and that would be your done deal. That would be nice. <laughs> be very sloppy though. It might look better if my kid does it, but no, I'm I'm gonna uh, see at one point. We'll talk to Dean. We'll have him on the show earlier. We'll have him on again, and I'm sure we'll we'll get that figured out. We'll get the Zidun deal. Done deal. Zidun deal. But uh, Incredibles, you go to iloveincredibles.com. You go check out them out on their store. Also, Store Finder. Store Finder in Colorado doesn't even make sense. You just go to any store; they they're there. They're in 700 over 700 dispensaries sure. in the state. So yeah. So if it's a good dispensary or it looks like it's super shady. They probably in both. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be there. It's going to be in both. It's going to be the shadiest one. And if you're like, holy shit, they got Incredibles. You're no longer shady, bro. You've beaten it. Like the, that would literally pull. If I went into a place and, I, and they don't have them and they're in Colorado, they suck. I'm a big That's fan of the, the 50 milligram. At that point, they're shady. Be like, you don't even have Incredibles. You better get them. If you don't have that. If you have that, then they're like, wow. I don't think I've been to a place that doesn't carry Incredibles. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, done deal. Done deal soon. Soon. Soon, 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 soon. Uh, Build a soil. Uh, talk. Oh, sorry to listener who got seeds from me. They never sent me. Uh, literally, Jeremy Silva called me to say that he forgot to do something. Like, it was so typical me style. It would be like, yeah. Oh, yeah. You did, You sent me that thing. I never, I never did oh, it. Shit. I literally, the other day, I was like, wait a minute. Didn't I? Didn't I donate some seeds to his uh, thing? And it, so apparently I didn't. Uh, so I have a 
So get that information to him, and he's going to get it to me, and everybody's going to be zibidow. It'll get fixed. Zibidow, zibidow. But in general, build a soul. Jeremy never slips like that. This is so not like him. Normally, he's the man. You call him, you say, I got two acres of fucking land. I want to fucking go nuts. He'd be like, all right. I got it. He's no problem. You say, I got like three plants. He'll be like, cool. And it's like <laughs> the same amount of fucking energy when he gets serious. He'll be like, bam, 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 bam. And you're like, oh, damn. This guy's into what it does, which is great. And if you say, I have a thousand acres, he's like, cool. You're like, do that. really? You're not flinching. You're not like, he doesn't get that whole like, oh my God, you can't do that. I hate those kind of people. He knows his business. Oh, no, he's on, he's on point. Um, but you get a done deal with him every time. If you go to um, buildasoil.com, check them out there, look at their stuff, and then check out, put in build a soil and their little deal. Bam, you get it. You get it. Free freight, freight in <laughs> Colorado and New Mexico. I can't talk. Wait, free freight. Free freight. <laughs> I love it. It's the it's uh, the crypt cryo cure. <laughs> cured, your, <laughs> cured your lips to your face. <laughs> it's the crippy. No, Mike Denver. I'm not gonna because. Uh, Look at Adam talking to the chat room. I am because I see it. He's like, no, don't forget me. We never forget. <laughs> Mike Denver is the man. He's like always. Can't forget you. You uh, helped us out, man. Thank you for calling Breckenridge Organic Therapy. Not only that, but he's always, always promoting THC and stuff. He's always got, he's always growing things out, which is great. It's like knowledge, man. He's seen it all, bro. Uh, but yeah, buildasoil.com. Or you can also call him 855-877-SOIL. Just talk to somebody. Say, yo, I got this. I got that. IPM issues, whatever you got. Talk to him. You got some IPM issues? Mm, no. Yeah, IBL. Okay. You got IBL. I have other uh, issues. <laughs> it's, it's not easy being me. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. I can imagine. No. Uh, again, done deal every time. And next we have Green Farmers Med. <laughs> <laughs> always a hesitation. I always forget, dude. Well, because they um, changed their name too and they have two locations. GreenFarmersMed.com. Yep. And and they got their second location too, which is the uh, Green Farms Feed and Seed, and apparently both are rocking and rolling. So don't. I was double checking about the feed and seed. If I wonder, I have to double check and see if if anybody's really rolling in and utilizing those amazing deals. Because that's one of those places you go in. It's going to almost be like going into our next sponsor, which we'll talk about after. But it's like you go in and you're just like, oh my god. I hope it's like that. I don't know. They just get so overwhelmed they forget to ask for the done deal at checkout. Oh, no, not that, but I hope not. I hope that they use a done, done deal and all of a sudden can, like, the carpet rolls out and they're like, oh, that's if I can start moving the soil for you. You don't have to move anything. Everything gets really like crazy. You're like, whoa. A couple of strong what's, people what's can happen- load it for you. What's happening? Yeah. yeah. And then you go up and you get the super deal and you're like, bam. Uh, so anyway, you go to greenfarmsmed.co. Check oh. them out. Tom, see, they changed their shit up every yeah, couple yep. months. No, they didn't. They, yep. they just literally just changed we just it. Suck. We, we have not figured it out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. And we it's suck. a technical if it was up right in front of us and we no, could read we off read the cue cards. No, we don't read a teleprompter. But we don't have any of that. Obviously, either. that's why we suck. <laughs> that's why people are putting yawn because they're like, yawn. Oh, uh, come on. We'll give away the lamp suck. in just a minute. You guys suck. Got to pay for the show somehow. I got to pay for the show. And uh, did you write a letter in? Are you even waiting for anything? Or did you just like, you're just yawning. People are just yawning. Maybe she thinks we're about to call her. Maybe she ate a bunch of fucking edibles. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they in. were Incredibles. Or, yeah, or they're some, some shroomies and you got that. It's legal in Denver. 
decriminalized. No, yeah. And you get the yawns, like you can't stop. Fucking mushroom yawns. Yeah, yeah. the kick in, man. Um, but the guys over at uh, Green Farms Feed and Seed also have, uh, I think they have mushroom growing stuff too. So you can oh, go check them out for that kind of stuff. Uh, but you go to Green Farms, uh, their medical facility, and you get the done deal there. All no till grown, all super fucking clean, no pesticides, obviously, and uh, grown with ferments and follow uh, some proper growing techniques, even though they're stuck on the inside right now. It's all indoors, but it's kind of interesting because it's like really well grown indoors compared to like just because it's indoors, they're fucking cutting corners and it's all cocoa grown bullshit, salty. Salty. <laughs> salty, man. Everyone's salty. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> transition. Sorry. Julie. Transition. No, you have to tell them why we're laughing. Transition. <laughs> transition. Are we going for the, are we going for the, 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 the ping ping? Treasure. Treasure. I did. I even said it before. Our next sponsor is Treasure. The guys who are going to, don't totally treat you like amazing. You're gonna walk up and you'll be like, Oh my god, PD's gonna be rolling. The door opens up, smoke wafts out. You're like, This is oh. it, I'm, I'm home. And you walk in, and there's a whole beautiful selection, everything's fucking there. And you get the done deal. You didn't even have to pay to come in, it was already 30 bucks before you even like got to the front counter. You're like, Man, yep. that's like $42. Well, bro. they have to charge a membership fee. That's how that works in, yep. in uh, Barcelona. And you, get the, you get the done deal. Yep. You get the done deal when you go there. And uh, coming up is, is uh, Spanibus in about three months. Everyone get ready, guys. We're going to be doing it again. We have to just get our shit together. And it's actually it out. two yeah. months in a week, I think. Two months in a week. Right? Two month, Two and a half months. It's coming up, guys. Yep. All right. Yep. It's coming up, guys. No, it's, yeah, it's oh, look. Yeah, he said, Mark looks so that. happy. Yeah. Two oh, months man. I guess week. I have to go to Spain. Yeah, two months in a week. Two yeah. months in a week. That's not much. No. That's not much at all. No. Uh, so anyway, when you're there in two months in a week, <laughs> <laughs> you're going to go get your done deal. If you're not there before. But if you're there before, fuck it. You'll right. get it right away. Get it tomorrow. You can get it. Someone, someone can walk in. You should call. You could walk in. If well, you know anybody. Right now. I actually saw someone in the chat room said that they went to Barcelona and got the done deal. Exactly. No way. Right on. Yeah, right, right at the beginning of the show. That's awesome. Well, there you go. That's, you get that. There you go. You fucking get that. We'll do, do a show from Treasure. Do not yawn. No. Like, <laughs> Into Canada, if I can just woke up. Yeah, He really. passed out. <laughs> and before the show, I kept on going. He came awake. Yeah. So there you go. You it's missed proof. out. That's proof. There was a lot of genetics knowledge got dumped here. You, you missed. Kind of. Yeah. Here and there, it was like all over the place at some point because it got like ah, nine people in there. But Well, they got a little bitch slappy for a minute. I thought they were going to throw down. Uh, but bam. Uh, that's a, that's a actually worth listening to again a couple more times. Kinda. Yeah, totally. Uh-huh. And, and, and. No, but it was good. We, 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 we did cover some stuff, and it's also good to see, because it really did just, like, explode out of there at some point. It was like, holy shit, there's a lot of good things coming out of that one area, and that's pretty much what what it's about. Like, it's, like, genetics-wise, like, that almost is what that little explosion there is still fucking resonating, you know, and heavily, where you're like, wow, pretty much dominating here, dominating there. You're like, okay. We all seem to like that, <laughs> whatever that, <laughs> whatever the fuck that was, right. and the Hawaiian connection makes sense because the fucking it's just like okay, fruity, fruity's things were not coming out of Afghanistan. Afghanistan was like rough, hashy kind of making hash stuff. There wasn't a lot of fruits. 
ties and things like that. Those all have fruits. So there's it's viney as fuck. The anyway, we'll get back. We'll get back. To that. We'll get there. But uh, you want to talk more genetics and stuff, and you want to go hang out. Spanimus is the fucking place. And if you want to go there, you go to Treasure. And there's gonna be more going on. So check it out. We can have Turp Tower, brah. Turp Tower. Hell yeah. Coming. We Legends may, of we, hash. We may be uh, running Turp Towers, fucking weed things, just saying like, all right, let us do it. Because we're better at it. Sweet. We're better at smoking weed. <laughs> we are better at smoking Zavit. We're going to um, require right, Mark right, to stay next sober, got, though, for the whole show. Next, though. we got um, our back-to-backs. We got 420 Extractor. 420. Okay. We'll go there first. Sure. Yeah, I'm, no? gonna, I'm doubling that. Yeah, I'm switching it up. Okay. So, you're switching I was up. following your lead. 420 Extractors, which is the juice, the precious juice. Just like in fucking uh, Road Warrior, you need to have that juice. You gotta have that juice. Yeah, yeah the juice, which is needed to run our, uh, which is basically just really clean, extracted fucking grain alcohol that you can use without having to just go by Everclear. And especially in Colorado, it's like fucking right there, made right there. Uh, they are co-sponsoring with our next sponsor because, you know, without one... The other's useless and the other way around, in my opinion. Well, you could use it for other stuff, but it's less useful. Um, our buddies over at Extract Craft, Troy, has uh, got a chat and a, a Facebook page that have got a lot of impressive shit going on. And that's what turned me on. Actually, I heard them on the show a long time ago, but they, that kind of turned me on more where I was like, okay, people are taking these things to the next level. Um, it's a tabletop model. It's about 95% back of your uh, alcohol, so that makes it easy to use. Uh, three hours sort of extraction time, boom, does about a pound at a time, which is nice. So it's like at the end of the day, you're like, all right, this is something where it can actually make, it doesn't make like, it's not commercial level. You wouldn't, you wouldn't do it on a huge scale, but definitely if you're going to be at home and you want to like not have to fuck around and give somebody 50, 50% every time to do a run where you're like, what are you even doing? And you don't want to worry about blowing up. That's a good thing. Yeah, you may blow up. You probably You're blow not up. not going to blow up. I blow I myself up. I would blow up. Yeah, and, you and might. No, I wouldn't. You will probably blow up. You want to know why? Because I would have you or Mark do it for me because uh, I would blow myself up. Perfect. So I wouldn't do it. So there you go. You're out. You're not even. Okay. You're not, you're no, not. I'm saying you can't blow yourself up with their machine. It's totally no, different than running a hydrocarbon through, through is, a tube at home, which is, would be really no dangerous. Pressure. It would scare you. You'd have to flick one switch. You'd be like, no. Okay. Anyway, those guys. Uh, producing, like I said, tabletop fucking extracts and all sorts of scales. You just need a little fucking vac oven and a buchner frontal and a little and a pump to run both of those. And you're pretty much you got yourself a little mini lab. Done. A done deal lab. Get the done deal from them. Just give them a heads up. Hey, you've heard about it on the show. That's a nice little done deal because it's big ticket item. It's not even that much. It's only 1500 bucks. So it'll probably be like. Or maybe it might be seventeen hundred. So you probably pay about fifteen. So good something deal. Like that. Something like that. Yeah, you'll get you'll get you'll get something for 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 listening to the show. It'd be like a couple hundred bucks. You'd be like, think of how much money you save over the year think in buying from uh, Rec Dispensary. Think of it. Think of it. And now it's good to make fucking tinctures and things like that. And also like if you're uh, got people kind of like you know people who need it like medicine and stuff. This is like it's good because it's so easy and simple and it's not like if I can are. Uh, doing anything crazy but that's exactly why it works so compared to uh trying to like explain to somebody how to use a fucking 
big huge BHO machine or something like that. But those are you know those are great for professionals, but not necessarily for you don't want BHO should only be used by professionals. Novices, man. All right, so um, done deal. Done, done deal. Boom and. Seeds here now. Seeds here now. Seeds here now. Seeds here now. Sorry, I didn't talk to you, James. James hit me up like right, like an hour into the show. Like, you got a show going on? I was like, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. And we're advertising for you, bro. Like, like we're always now. here, man. We're always here. People forget to use the code all the time. Use the done deal. Call. When you buy seeds, you're going to get more off. Don't be stupid. I don't know why people don't do it. They buy all these seeds. They don't do the done deal. You got to use a done deal. Follow their Instagram feed too. Their uh, and their yeah. their uh, Twitter feed is huge. Yep, done, and just say it. Put hashtag done deal. Fucking bombard them, man. They're always bitching and moaning. No, they did they don't drop get enough. They don't get enough from us, man. Didn't they mention the done loud drop the other day? Yes, they did. Yeah, done so loud drop. Done loud drop. Done loud. Yep. Um, so anyway, done done deals all around. But go to seedsherenow.com. Check out their n- new format. They got the whole fucking thing set up, so you can do a little. Uh, you can do uh, uh, what do you call it? Forums for everybody. Everyone's got a forum. I don't do nice. it. I just come here once a week. I can barely do it. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be well, you lucky get, if you I can get in touch with the geneticist. You'd be lucky. You can try. You can fucking try, man. No, but they have. They do have it for a lot of people, and a lot of people are totally down to do it because. That's their one little outlet, so it's nice. Um, but you can go to there, check that out. You can also go to the um, site, pick up stuff. Um, yeah, it's fucking got all sorts of crazy uh, deals, especially with the holidays and the New Year's. So I would just go, and you'd be like, oh, my God. Yummy. And, then, and you get the done now. deal. And you get the Dot done deal on the way. So you just kind of like, you'll be doubling down. All right. And lastly but not leastly and mostly giveaway ski. We have, uh, they're not Polish. They're not Polish. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, that was not a Polish joke. That Illuminar. Was a, that was a ski-ski joke. Hey, but Illuminar. maybe before we go to Illuminar, some of the people we'd like to come on is Again? I spoke to these guys, oh, yeah. CryoCure. Yeah. I'd love to see them join the show. They have a great product, and it survived this whole pro. You, know. you want them to join the show forever, like as a as a cryogenic, like No, I, 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 you know, come on. They could become a sponsor. They could sell some of their units here in Colorado. I'd love to see it on the shelves. Yeah, it's very bright. It's a, I mean, it's the product, it bright. does what it says, I, and I would like to see it live. Yep. So, yeah, uh, it's pretty, pretty bright, pretty bright. It works. Um, besides CryoCure... Bovida, like? I I reached out to Bovida too. No, try to get them. We don't want Bovida. Bovida, you don't even have to say it. What? That's how they like to say it. Bufeda. Bufeda. <laughs> oh, we don't like Bufeda. No, I don't want. Oh Bufeda. man, I like those guys Bufeda. in Colorado. How could you not? I mean, if you're not using CryoCure, just everybody, we're just like no. Oh fuck! Nah, All right, I don't like this stuff. Anyway, okay. Uh, but what we do love. Illuminar. Illuminar. They got everything you need. It doesn't matter if it's big, small, double-ended bulbs, fucking single-ended, old school, whatever. They don't give a shit. Cool. LEDs. Nice LEDs. To be, to be a matter of fact. L8s. IL8s are awesome. Just all the products alone. They're smart. They got the controllers. Check them out at uh, IlluminarLighting.com. Obviously, done deal. The bigger the project, the bigger the fucking deal. Have you taken oh any God. pictures with the thing they were they were giving out for I the did, camera? I did. It's just under the certain lights that I had. It was almost like I got better shots with my glasses with more blue in it. I don't know why. I didn't have enough. It was a weird blue. It was like a 
it was like a gray blue. I don't know. It was it was, it was okay. It wasn't as good. it was. Mm. Meh. 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 It's, it's okay. All right. It's all that. It's all that. They did have an amazing. I need, I need to see what their lights, because that's the thing is, I don't have, a, I didn't have their lights in my room. Huh. Not, not, not in that room that I checked them on, out on. Well, they had an amazing setup at MJ BizCom. I mean, the booth was huge. That means Mark I, and I, I walked that past. That basically means, guys, I need lights, man. You yeah. Give me some lights, bro, so I can yep. test them out. So I got a good one here. All right, all right. And the reason it. I picked it is because this uh, is a giveaway, by the way. Yeah, we yeah we're doing guys. the Illuminar. It's the Illuminar. Yeah. Wait, you don't have the music or nothing? I don't have no, nothing. I'm, I'm doing Illuminar.com. That's not the music. What is it? <laughs> what music do you want? Jeopardy music? Uh, uh, while we wait? Do, 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 no, do, do, I could do, have that. I'm bringing it to my iPad and I'm going to hook it up and we're going to make I'll some shit happen. Want me to beatbox? But it'd be better if you did it because I don't know what you like. I know. Yeah. We'll just I noticed. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. We'll get yeah. more. I'm just kidding, bro. All right. All right, we're getting Eddie Bowden. All right. Okay. All right, so it. I Tell did us. this one because the, the p- there's a poem involved, and it's, oh, there's nice. a lot of effort going on here. So Please answer the phone. Tw- uh, okay. Should we just call him, or do you want to hear this poem? Yes, you want Go to hear ahead. the poem. Okay. Of course. It was the night before Christmas, and all through the grow, not a creature was stirring the lights all aglow. The bangers were hung on the headies with care, and hopes for the chimney would come Jack Herrera. Jack Herr, sorry. Herrer. Sorry, I was just trying Herrer. to... I know, Herrer. I know, I just <laughs> was trying to rhyme. I'm just stupid. All it's right. okay. The children were snuggled all nice in their bed. Thanks goodness, grab the torch, get that quartz red. And Mama in her panty and Papa done in his hat and Uncle Dave and Baldwick snuggled up with the cat. When on the lawn arose such a clatter, I dropped the damn bong to see what's the matter. Away from the window, I flew from a flash. I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters and hid... The head stash. The moon on the breast of the new fallen snow gave luster to midday objects below. Uh, when what to my wondering eyes should appear but Jack Hare and a full sack of cheer. <laughs> With the little old dr- driver so lively and quick, I knew Jack was already smoking his shit. Uh, more rapid than eagles, he went through his strains and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now headband, now chem dog, now OG, now hage. Now Skittles on cookies, on sour and sage. To the top of the porch, on the top of the wall, now blaze away, blaze away, blaze away all. His uh, cheeks were like rose, roses, his eyes were like cherries. Oh, how they twinkle and how they cough, and he coughed the strawberries. He was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf, and I laughed when I saw him. His weed was top shelf. A wink of his eye and a twist of his jay soon gave me no and I had nothing to say. He spoke not a word, but went to his work and filled all the bangers and turned with a jerk. And laying his finger aside his nose and taking a rip up the chimney he rose, he sprang with his sleigh to roll one for the trip, and away Jack, pretty sure he was ripped. But I heard him exclaim, <laughs> <laughs> but I heard him exclaim, ear, drove out of sight, merry crippiness to all and to all a good night. Oh, right on. Oh. It will suck hard if you don't answer the phone right now. Oh, I am just don't saying know the right word. now. Huh? That would make me sad. Please answer the phone. All right. Here we go. The word We're calling Damien right now. Please know the word. Captain, please. Oh, no. No. Come on, try again. Him? He's calling. Hello, you're on the Adam Dunn Show. Yo, yo, yo. Hey, 
Damien? Yeah. Hey, Damien. The poet. Great poem, man. The you know, poet. Like, oh, thank you. Thank you. Awesome poem. Awesome poem. Yes. Well, you're the winner. Well, guess what? Guess what? All you got to do is know the word of the oh, month. Yeah, that's right. And What's the word? Uh, I don't know the word of the month. No! <laughs> I fucked up. I'm sorry. No! <laughs> like, I saw, I saw your shit. I saw your shit on Instagram, and I was like, all right, I'm just going to write an email. The poem kind of flowed out of me because I had been taking a tab. Maybe one of your friends right now who's listening will text you the word. That would be awesome. Hmm. Maybe someone who has your phone number would text you right now the word, and we'll find out if you if he can help you out. Because that because that poem is really good. That was a great poem, man. Are you do you like do you make poems? Do you make poems a lot? (laughs) I thought it was season appropriate. (laughs) Who's that you have there with you? That is my son. That's my son, Odin. <laughs> now hey. he's two years old, and it's Hi, Odin. him in the house right now. Yeah. Oh, sweet. <laughs> very, <laughs> very. Uh, great, Are you a poet? Today, by the way, can I just say the history lesson was awesome. <laughs> thanks, thanks. You know, it was good. It was uh, um, especially because I mean, there's definitely crumbs coming up to the east coast all the time of all those things making their way up to the east coast and you know that's even how the sour story all came effect it was all like you know there's all the it's all just one seed popped at the right time right place and then exactly goes, right doesn't it all just go back to chem dog and og chris have we really made anything better since then <laughs> Not, not in like in. I mean, most there's a few things out there that in grown in the right place at the right time. It kind of like it all makes sense, and it's like okay, that that works. But then it's very hard to beat. I'd have to say. Well, I'll I'll tell you what I'm obsessed with right now. My company, Founding Farmers, we're building a greenhouse in upstate New York, and we want to put in those induction plasmas because we figure the spectrum can really bring out like the expressions in the land raised drains and stuff. And I've been collecting them for 20 years. And I wanted to see if you can get a you know land race breeding project done in a greenhouse with the proper spectrum of light. Nice. Um, Speaking of spectrum of light, did you get any ideas of any things or no? Uh, no, no, uh, oh, uh, no magic, no yes, magic, I no did. magic nuggets. Did anybody send? Did anybody? Electro, electromagnetic. Oh, oh shit! Ding, ding, ding! We have a winner. <laughs> Friends help. <laughs> Friends are great. Mike Denver for the win. Very cool. Sweet. So, um, all right, we'll we'll get all that information. Yeah, I'll forward your email off we'll to uh, we'll make that happen. Get you all settled up. And we'll get you working and right, rocking cool. and rolling. Thanks you can lot, start guys. that project. All right, man. Thank you. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. All right, peace. All right, bye. What a awesome poem. That I was great. Poem. That was good. That was good. We have to cut that out and fucking. I'll turn it, cut it out, and send it to send it to me in like some sort of way I can rip it out, and I'll fucking make it into a little postcard there and look at from the picture that because he, he did it from the inspiration of the picture, bro. I got it. Yeah, so I can make that into a postcard. Like we can do it as an after effect for. All right. Well, thank you, Illuminar, for uh, Illuminar, letting us give away a light. Thank you, guys, you Illuminar. The end of the year. This is the last light of the year. It's the last show of the year. Thank you everybody for listening. Thank you so uh, much. Thank you, like for the, oh, too many, too many guests. Uh, Jerry, Miami Mango, Alec. I can never say it right. How do you say it? M- Miami Mango. No, I know that. No. Uh, Osceola? Osceola. Strawberry. No. Uh, Jerry Strawberry. Okay, I got it right here. Miami Mango, yeah. Super Kawaii, yes. Alec, uh, Strawberry Jerry, yep. and 
Osceola Heirlooms Osceola, okay, and BK. Yes, Osceola. Wow. I always forget. That would be my new glitch. If I had him as a sponsor, I'd be like, Osceola. <laughs> uh, We'd a, have to have some sort of cue card for that it one. It would be a dongle problem for sure. It'd be a dongle. A dongle. It'd be a dongle. Have a dongleicious <laughs> new, <a> <laughs> new year. I have to say. Yeah. Yeah, dongleish. Yes. Thanks uh, for the last few months. It was a lot of fun, man. Yeah. We're not sure if he's allowed to come back, but we'll find we'll out. See. We'll, we'll see. We'll see if he makes it through the year. I fuck up every day. We'll see so how many you know. emails we get this weekend. Uh, Easy on the email, everybody. I'm <laughs> thin-skinned. Yeah. <laughs> I was called a big fat fuck. Or something big, like that. I was called a the fat, fat fuck. I'm going to find you, and I'm going to smoke you out, motherfucker. Yeah. All right. Gotcha. No, it's been a lot oh, of fun. Did you see the Killing with Kindness with um, Spacek? No. I did see he released a crazy uh He did this crazy thing where yeah. he said like he's gonna kill him with kindness this year or whatever yeah. and then the next day his one of his accusers died of suicide. It's like oh. well, that is not looking good. The <laughs> optics <laughs> on this don't look good at all, that man. Really, that was a weird one. Oh. That was a weird one. Yeah. All right, anyway. On the same day that Usual yeah. Suspects was playing on HBO. <laughs> oh I bet. And he was all Kaiser he was all Kaiser Kaiser Souza. He was all Kaiser Souza. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 All right. Anyway, that's what I'm into strains anyway, Kaiser Souza. Don't don't steal it. Nope. Don't steal my strain, Kaiser Souza. Peace. Peace. See you guys in the next week. Happy New Year. Woo! Happy New Year. <laughs> yeah, fireworks. Those are fireworks, by the way. Those are fireworks? Crowd cure fireworks. Crowd cure fireworks. Crowdworks. Crowdworks. Some call it sense of media, some call it lamb's bread, and some people call it...